When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, sir, I am going to character here. Every single fucking time. Always, always with the, the nudity. I mean, he is a heathen. What do you expect? <laughs> all right, cool. It looks like all the sites are connecting here when we're ready to go. Let's see. Hey, now everybody can see us. So what's up? How are you all doing? Tired. Yeah. Dealing Pretty with good. the dealing with the Los Angeles heat wave. Yeah, and it's it, it's awful. And work and virus and people are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. deal with you deal with a lot of shit at your work apparently. Like a lot of the customers are dicks and stuff to you, huh? Yeah, you know, it I, there's good days and bad days and when I say that I mean there's some days where almost everyone wears a mask and whoever doesn't and I ask they just put it on then there's bad days where you have muscle clad dudes not wearing masks claiming they have breathing problems trying to punch you and people coughing at you and spitting at you that are elderly because you caught them trying to swap prices on things yeah. it's, oh, yeah. I don't understand where the world's <laughs> going but I really <clears throat> go by Mad Max rules eventually yeah it's crazy yeah, I saw you posting about that, the person doing the price swap, and oh my god, I, you know, I'm so sorry you have to deal with that shit, it's horrible. People are so fucked up, it's, it's like we're living in fucking cyberpunk or something, everyone's a booster ganger and doing crazy shit. <laughs> but yeah, here we are. Right, right back. Okay, cool, yeah, I'm going to open up the chat right now, um, so anybody uh, watching, just to fill you in, uh, we are running cyberpunk red, official red rules given to us by our Talsorian Games. And so if you're watching and some of the rules seem new to you or different, it's because of that. Um, the game should be coming out hopefully sometime soon on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash mulliganlive. You can see an interview I did with Jay Gray from our Talsorian Games, and uh, you know we go over all that stuff. So check it out. You'll learn about you know just a lot of what's to come in red and... Yeah, and you'll also pick up, up on some of it while we play here. But um, but yeah, let's do a, a little breakdown. I forgot to do it with the other team last night, but uh, Heather's playing Eddie, our rocker. Alex is playing Valentine, our exec. And Viking here is played by Mickey, and that's our solo. So yeah, why don't uh, who? Don't forget to unmute yourself whenever you uh, whenever you speak if you're muted and. Who wants to do a recap of what went down last time? <laughs> well, this is your job. Well, we went to a bar, <laughs> basically on the roof of a building. I'm assuming, you know, a skyscraper, not a star scraper, but it's the dark future. Everything's big, everything's tall. Yeah, it's a mega complex, it's a big apartment. Building. Uh, Valentine and his associate netrunner, Cody, uh, got their way into the VIP section, <clears throat> schmoozed a little bit, while Eddie started 
playing for everybody in the bar, uh, jumping and playing on the bar. Viking started a mosh pit of one. <laughs> yeah, he did. Eventually, we made, all made our way to the roof where we planted an explosive on a petrochem satellite. It was guarded by at least two security officers and stationed with two tech-type people, two scientists, two researchers. We got one of the security guards and I believe both of the scientists out alive. We also got the bartender alive and maybe a bouncer. I know one bouncer stayed back. VIP coat check girl, she was fine. She, she was out of there. She clocked out and left before anything happened. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. And when you guys took off and, and you got to send in the code and see the nice big explosion come from the roof and <clears throat> cloud, big uh, cloud smoke and shit. Yeah, good job, Eddie. You blew up that satellite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, right now we'll say, um, I mean, I know we need to pass a whole week because obviously everybody needs to heal and such. And I'm going to explain kind of what goes down over that week at least. But let's just back up a little bit here. I want to say it's the morning after. Um, let me get over here to roll 20. I want to uh, make use of this stuff here. There's your favorite uh, boss lady, Olivia Forsyth. Hey, that's of, my girl. Of, of Continental Brands. And, and in that interview with Jay Gray also, we established that it's not 50% of the four new Neocorps are from Texas. Actually, Continental Brands is from Oklahoma. So it still works with the southern drawl sort of cowboy thing going on there. But it's not Texas. But anyways, yeah, it's the morning after. Olivia Forsyth gives you a follow-up call. Um, so she's calling your agent. All right. You know, pick it up, answer on the second ring, because it takes that long to, you know, read who it's from. Yeah. She's like, hey, sweetie, I asked you to handle last night's job with discretion. It seems it got a little messy. Have you uh, looked at this report from Network News 54? And your agent goes off with a video that she sends you, and it's a new, it's a news report. I had not had the chance. Yeah, t go ahead, take a look at that. Yep, I do. Put her on hold. Yeah, it's a video. It's a it's a report done by uh, you know Network Fifty Four. It's a news reporter lady. She's like, uh, I'm on site of what used to be the cyber bar. Some kind of bomb went off late last night. Completely destroyed the place. You can see the rubble behind her and some smoke and shit. She says, security camera footage seems to be missing and stuck on a loop around the time of the incident. Authorities aren't sure what was the cause, but they say they have a lead. Uh, the scene changes now to the hospital setting, and a large man is, uh, is in a full-body cast suit, and you, you can recognize him instantly. He's the bouncer from out front of the cyber bar. And uh, he's like, yeah, some VIP left the bar with a couple others and some of our staff and people and a wounded guy. And I, I don't know, they look pretty beat up. I, I took this video on my agent and then the freaking bomb went off. Um, and all of a sudden it cuts to this sort of grainy video footage from his agent. And it's a video of your team leaving with the others wounded. You can clearly see you guys going. You see Eddie Brass's mohawk and carrying out the people, um, other wounded, fr looking fresh from a fight. Um, next, the news report shows the bartender, 
and he's in the hospital getting kind of like uh, uh, questioned out front or whatever. And he's just like, I, I, I don't know anything. I, I got nothing to say. And then it goes back to the reporter. Uh, she's like, authorities are open to any leads. Uh, no bomb goes uninvestigated. And the news report ends and Olivia Forsyth continues. She's like, sweetie, uh, we're going to need you to take a couple weeks off while we figure this out and clean it up. And she ends the call. I'm going to lose a snakeskin boot up at each of your asses. <laughs> oh, suck my dick. You couldn't have even done that without us. Wait, are we all together right now? Yeah, so what we'll say is uh, right now, you know, a week passes. Um, and, and we can go over. I know that you've been healing and kind of laying low. You had a couple questions and stuff. I don't know if people had certain ways they needed to spend money, um, you know, particularly towards this. But, um, but we'll say Viking and Eddie are laying low at Viking's place <laughs> since you've got the, the apartment there. And, and uh, Eddie's a little more well-known, so he's kind of chilling over at Vikings. And actually, Valentine has been there the past few days with Cody since he's got this downtime. And he's over there with Cody helping the building tech repair the system and upgrade some of the programs. Uh, Valentine regularly shows he's not just some mindless, cold corporate robot that way. So does that sound like something maybe Valentine might do to at least help out during this downtime with Cody? Oh, absolutely. For his personal team, yeah. So he's kind of helping out your building, Viking, um, there with coding. But that's what's been going on. Why don't you fill me in over this week, too? Like, what what has every, everybody been up to? What's Eddie been up to other than just laying low? Here's the thing. Eddie's not great at laying low. So, like, even when he's laying low, he's still going out and, like, I don't know, hanging out with the boys and stuff like that. But he's trying to, like, not go to, like, put on a show essentially but he's still out and about because he's a dummy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's uh and valentine obviously has been let you know not working these past you know couple weeks he's told to lay low this is just like the first week but you've been at the building i guess so cody can kind of help out setting up is there anything else he's been up to or needing to do <clears throat> just working out mostly that's his routine all right cool and viking uh, well, first things first, the next day when the video is playing, like I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, show the face, show the face. And then the moment my face is on screen, I'm like, ha ha, that's rep motherfuckers. They're going to know I did that shit. <laughs> um, cause he just, he thinks that's how you get rep. He's, he's I mean, like Eddie feels the same way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but outside of that, like, you know, he holds court Uh-oh. every once in a while with the people in the building or the building across the street because it's, you know, generally just those two buildings that really know him at the moment because that's that's his neighborhood, that one block, you know. Um, but other than that, he's, like, talking to Valentine and uh, um, what's his name? You just said Cody. 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 Thank you. Jeez, yeah. His net runner. Um, talking to them, being like, oh, yeah, you know, Miss Johnson over there, she's actually a high, higher priority because she needs the network to get her medications delivered. And, uh, nice. you know, we have a kindergarten class that's in that apartment, so they might need, like, network set up for, you know, teacher shows and stuff. Oh, yeah. Nice. Also, by the way, in, in the chat here, it looks like we got Val, who plays Raven on Team Nameless, and we got uh, Eric, who plays Coupler, and it's funny when 
uh, Coupler says discretion. Val says, uh, shit, we left two witnesses. And then he says, LOL, because on their mission last night, they left a couple warehouse workers at the the uh, Docs R Us clinic that they were at fucking up and doing working at or doing their job at. Um, so don't feel bad about leaving a witness, I guess, is their point there. Mm-hmm. I also see Chris and Adam, everybody there. Nice. Thanks for showing up, guys. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you guys are, are chilling. You're working on, on the network there. Cody's pretty much wrapping it up. You've been there for days. Like I said, it's the week after that sort of job. Everyone's laying low for the most part. Um, yeah, there's a frantic knock at your door, Viking. I uh, I walk over to the door and uh, I've got my pistol or my axe in one hand and I'm just like standing to the side of the door, so not like in front of it directly. I'm just like, who's knocking? It's me. It's Rico. It's Rico. Uh, little Rico's kind of the, a local kid in the building. He really looks up to you and shit. You can trust him. You know him. He lives in the building. Okay, cool. Uh, I unlatch uh, one of the latches, but I leave the. Uh, the chain up there and I open it kind of look out just to make sure he's kind of alone yeah he's just standing there in the hallway I mean he's like yo that van pulled through the neighborhood grabbing kids again they got Panda and uh, Panda is Rico's sister Um, and this has been happening over the past few months in uh, nearby neighborhoods throughout the combat zone but there's been a a black van kind of pulling through and grabbing kids Um, it seems like about at least once a week or so they're doing this um, but Rico just says that. Um, but he goes on to explain. He's like that he hit the van with one of those tracers that you gave him, and uh, kind of like tracked him over to the North Side Industrial District docks in Watson. Um, so, you know, at one point, being the the guy looking out for the building and kind of neighborhood area for your building, um, when you knew that this was going on and they're grabbing kids, you kind of like told uh, Rico to look out for that if you do see it to try to hit it with a tracer at least get you some info because they're coming through the neighborhood grabbing kids like the moment he says that the van came through like before he can say any of the rest of it i close the door undo the chain throw it open so that it's wide open i'm not like you know giving him the side eye kind of thing yeah right right when you Um, do that uh little rico's dad everybody just kind of calls him poppy but he he wheels up behind him he's in a chair um but yeah he tosses you the keys to his van he's like it's parked out front the building please go get my panda don't worry, man. I got you. Guys, get in the van. We're going. Like, there's no questions here. So you're, you're not, not with me. You're against, against me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, scooping up kids off the street. That ain't punk rock. Fuck that. Yeah, Cody looks at you, Valentine. Like, are we going? I'm going. All right. I'm going wherever you go. You know, he's pretty fucking loyal to you, man. Even on the, this, this time off, he's kind of chilling with you, too, you know? I mean, that's cool. I don't know if a snatching grab is the place for him, but he's yeah. a good boy. Let him come. <laughs> he's like, well, man, we, I got we, your we back. Leave him in the end, you know, we'll bring him with at least as far as we can. Don't need this I, guy getting killed. I uh, I run over and grab my grab my uh, chest and hel- uh, chest and helmet armor real quick. Throw it on because you know, quick on, quick off kind of shit. Um, yeah, everybody grab tell him. me everybody tell me what you have. Continue on, Viking. Tell me everything that you're wearing and grabbing and putting, and then everybody do that so I can get an idea. Yeah, um, I have that stuff. I grab my pistol, throw it in the holster real quick, and of course I got my axe already in hand, like I said, and I'm like making it to the door. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm grabbing my bat. I'm constantly wearing my armor because I 
tricked out my my flak jacket essentially to be uh my punk jacket so i never go anywhere without that anyways oh yeah and i guess i'll bring my pistol this time because i didn't last time okay and valentine what do you have uh i'll leave my hat behind but other than that, I'll bring my carry-all messenger bag, my grapple gun, my combat knife, my pistol, my smart glasses. Nice. And, uh, like, 50 bullets. <laughs> and I always like to think Valentine's always, like, overdressed a little bit you know pimping out he's always got that exec vibe going oh for sure he's he's the he's the cyberpunk cowboy oh yeah but does he have a different bolo tie for each day of the week yeah he does and Hell always yeah. matches his vest nice oh yeah he knows what's up and, and his cufflinks yeah <laughs> so if you go over to roll 20 you'll see i put up another sort of district map there um, it goes a little more north, and you can get an idea more of kind of the area districts. Um, and again, if you go to the YouTube channel, you'll see that interview I did with Jay Gray from Artalsorian Games, and we go over that. There are going to be some maps included in red, I guess, that go over kind of where it was, how it was developed in the Night City, and then how it ended up in red. Um, and he did kind of confirm that instead of using Night City's 2020 map, using the 2077 map, I guess, is as close as I can get to what red's going to be. So this isn't exactly what red is. Once we get that, things will change. But for now, that's where we're at with this. I just want to explain that in case people are tuning in, seeing us use a 2077 map and playing official red. You know what I mean? We have the core rules, but we don't have the, the maps and the extra lore and cool stuff. Um, I like the colors. <laughs> yeah, it at least breaks down the districts. But you can see Watson is this big area here that includes all those places. But in the north side industrial district... That's where he's saying that the docks are. That's where he kind of tracked it to. So you guys are often like the combat zone area where Viking lives. It would take a little while to get there. I'm, uh, I'm trying to look on the map. Where is the combat zone located? Um, well, we can just kind of wing it that it's on the outside of these normal districts. You know, because Night City is pretty big. Um, so it's, you know, it expands beyond that, we'll say, with like combat zone and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, um, like I said, also, we're not exactly sure how Red's going to explain each district as developed and whatever it is. So we'll have to kind of just wing it and make up our own shit as far as that, you know. But, um, but yeah, we'll just say you're maybe over in this area or something. Um, since this is kind of industrial area, that would kind of make sense more combat zone-ish over here. Or you could be more south if you want. Um, I just think when you kind of get down over here, it's a little nicer. Um, I don't know. But either way, you guys come from the combat zone. You guys all can hop in that van. Um, you've got the keys. Who's driving? I have um, land vehicles. Okay. I don't drive. That is for the help. So, <laughs> uh, it sounds like it's me, and I guess I am the help today. Yeah. <laughs> I all mean, right. you're generally the help because you do all the hard hitting. You How help us. How am I really, though? Hell yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys are getting close to the uh, docks. Um, let me pull up that map, kind of show you what you're what you're pulling up to.
and our, our maps are typically provided like this one from Lion Banner Games. Uh, you can look them up on DriveThruRPG and other sites, but he makes these badass maps and sponsors us with them. Um, I, you guys can kind of back out and see. I've kind of added on to the map a little bit. I just roughly drew like that square building. I finished it off with some parking spots. Um, is everybody backed out so you can see the map so I can drop little pointers and tell you what, what what's up? Yeah, I'm as backed out as I can be. Okay, cool. Let's see. Yeah, so you guys are coming from over here. You see the pointer going off? Yep. Yeah, so that, that street, it just keeps going north. Um, over here, to the left of that street, is like a few miles of just shipping containers all stacked and lined up and stuff. That's why this crane is over here, and it's just a bunch of shipping containers lining up that side of the dock. This street goes along all that, all the way out to the main streets <clears throat> where you're coming from. Um, the street just kind of cuts through here. It turns off this way towards the open dock, obviously. But it also goes back down here straight alongside this building here. And then this huge, huge warehouse here that is just a big warehouse that is a, a storage place for other shipping containers. Um, but this, the road kind of goes back here. You can see there's parking spots. Um, but you guys are approaching from right here. Uh, driving, this is uh, where the tracer is leading to that he gave you. Um, a quick question before we continue on: uh, uh, Have we gotten a, have we gotten to heal at all in the course of this time? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's been well, we can at least say it's been a week or how many days you you know you needed to heal. You know, I don't know what your body is, but you can heal that each day as long as you've been laying low, like you said. So. Um, how much damage did you take last uh, uh, session? I'm down to 23 of 50 currently. Okay, and what's your body? <clears throat> I have a body of eight. A body of eight? Okay, so that shouldn't take that long. Um, that should just take you about four days or so. So this kind of makes sense. You know, it was the next day that uh, Valentine got the call saying take a couple weeks off. Him and Cody came over to the building to at least help you with some tech shit for a few days. So it's been approximately four days. You're fully healed up. Um, and, and any of the SP that needs to uh, get repaired, you can bring that back up. Um, and we'll go over and chat deducting the price for that. We don't need to go over all that now, but everybody can be back to normal. Unless you didn't want to spend a little bit of money to repair your SP. It's not that expensive, but... And then... Uh, back to this, you're driving, everybody's in the van, you're, you're right here, uh, kind of coming up to the street, you know that the tracer's kind of pulling you to the, the docks back there. What's your plan? Um, I'm in a bit of uh, fury, like, I'm following the trace when I get to that van and just go from there, probably, but I know the suggestions, I'm not that Anybody else going to chime in with uh, any ideas? Or <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to re reorganize my layout for a second there. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm right with Viking, though. Valentine, you have a, a plan of, of uh, approach here. Any questions or you guys are kind of pulling up? This is the general thing you're seeing as you're pulling up. Any 
Yeah, no real <clears throat> input. Um, you know, he just considers the the life of luxury he was raised in, and for somebody to just scoop some gutter urchin off the street and try to take what little they have from them, that just don't sit right with him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's the plan? You guys have to tell me. You guys got to figure, talk to each other, figure out a plan. Let me know. You guys are like no, I said, Rob. Tell us how to how to deal with this. You, the DM. <laughs> All right, here's what I'll do. I'm just going to talk out exactly everything that's happening. Everyone just sit back. I got this. We'll just make the roll. I got this. Yeah, yeah. Just so, make the Do the fun part. Get the dice going. <laughs> so um, I'm following the tracer to a T, looking for that van. But I'm also, you know, I'm, like, looking around for any kind of clues, see if maybe, like, yeah. someone's walking. Uh, I know Panda, who Panda is, so I know to at least her. Looking for, you know, like, kids at night seem out of place no matter what especially if they're accompanied by a skeezy looking adult yeah everybody give me a perception roll I'm assuming we're coming in from the south on this map you're coming in from right up here all right from that uh, up this that that street just keeps going straight up there alongside this huge warehouse of shipping containers and next to this building here I guess one up's curse continues on with perception. Yeah. Nice. Valentine. Uh, yeah. So you guys notice kind of just what you see when I point that out, but Valentine, you notice that there's, you know, this building here seems to be an import ex export office. So it's some type of office building probably deals with all the docks and importing, exporting and things going on. Um, you also notice that over by this crane, as you're pulling down this street, um, it looks like there's a couple workers. Um, let me see, like, you see there's some type of repair guy working over there. Some other type of dock worker. So it looks like a dock worker and then some type of repair guy working on this crane uh, back here. But this is import-export. Um, but that's what you can kind of see as you're pulling through. You notice all that going on. So are we trying to be stealthy with this, guys? Because I have a feeling I'm... Am I am I the only one with stealth? Did we talk about that last time? No, Viking has stealth, but he's kind of in a bit of a rage and he wants to take out these motherfuckers, so he probably will be squealing tires a little bit here and there. Well, yeah. I only say that because, you know, from what we can see, or what Valentine saw, uh, they seem like just, like, dock workers, so people who might not be involved, maybe we don't go full murder hobo? These three oh, on yeah. the bottom, though, they don't they don't strike me as people we couldn't run over with a van. I mean, I'm not planning on hitting anyone unless I have proof that they're the ones with the kids. I've okay. Stuff, but Look at them. They're, they're standing right next to a van with no windows. What more proof do you need? <laughs> You're right. The van that we're being led to. You're right. We're going to follow the tracer, I guess, first and foremost. Yeah, I mean, Rob, does the tracer ping anywhere in this parking lot? Like, is that van down there the van? Or... Yeah, it's coming from that van. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, we'll fuck those guys up, probably. Okay, so which way are you guys driving? You know, you guys are right here at this point, coming onto the dock. Like I said, you saw what everything is. You see that the tracer's over there. Um, I'll... Probably squeal wheels, yeah, down to where Eddie just marked. 
Where is it? So come down. Down by the van. Okay, here, what I'll do is I'll put your van over here that you can kind of. Hey, Viking, if you said anything in the last like 20 seconds, we didn't hear it. Oh, was he talking? Oh, you can. Could you not hear me? There you go. You the whole time? Oh, weird. Can you hear me now? Yep. Okay. There's so. That's not been pressed on all the way, I guess. So you drove down here and pulled around here, you said? Yeah, essentially trying to block them in that way. Okay, you see the other van? We'll say that that's your van. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, you pull in. When you, when you pull around like that... Here, let me just zoom in a little bit. There we go. Yeah, when you guys pull in like that, you can see... Um, a couple guys chilling on the dock here, little roughnecks, a slightly better dressed one kind of chilling on the top of the dock. But when you pull around with the van, this guy kind of backs up a little bit down, the, going down the docks, down the, down the, uh, the dock there, you see it. And this guy kind of steps back and this guy does. And they're just staring right at you. I uh, I jump out of the van and I start walking over towards them, like very very briskly. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I'll back them up. I'll tell Cody to stay in the van. Here, let me get your your uh, tokens out there. You guys can control here. There's Eddie. There's Viking. There's Valentine. And then we'll say I can't remember if we had one for uh, for Cody. Or what? What we were using for him? Yeah, we had something. Yeah, I'm not seeing what we were using here. Um, that's fine. I'm gonna just put, just for now. He'll look like a little med tech sort of techie dude, but he he's obviously a, a little bit longer hair, net running style guy, like we described in the previous session. But anyways, yeah, he's chilling with you. He just pretty much follows you around Valentine, does whatever you need him to do. Um, I need him to stay in the van. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, he's back in the van chilling. Um, but yeah, you guys can control your tokens. You guys get out. Those guys, like I said, they kind of backed up a little bit and they're just staring at you. When you guys get out of the van, um, the one that, that is standing out in the top of the dock, he just kind of like looks at you and he's like, uh, can we fucking help you? Uh, I'm. I start moving towards them. But I'm also... You know, I'm looking at them, I'm like, I don't know, it depends. Do you own this fucking van? Yeah, right when you say that, um, the guy with, uh, let me see which one this is. Yeah, he pulls, this guy right here that's right in front of you, he pulls out a submachine gun, and the guy behind him kind of swings a rifle around to the front, and he's pointing it at you, but they're both pointing their guns at you, and he's like, maybe it is. Like, like, I, I, I don't even flinch at them pulling out the guns, and my skin is actually starting to turn to a like deeper shade of red. My mm. hair is kind of growing a little bit. There you go. 
um, and like flatten, almost like uh, bioluminescently. Nice. And uh, I I walk right up to uh, guy with the machine gun, and uh, my I like I don't even blink. I just swing my axe into his femur. Okay, cool. Everybody, give me an initiative. Uh, click on your token and then hit hit initiative if you would please. Nice. Uh, Rob. Yeah. So this is the start of combat, correct? Yeah, you can let me know. Let me know about your uh, combat sense points. Let's do that this time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to. I have the, I have the list. Oh, damn it! I had the list. Fuck me. Um, I've got it right here too. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, you've got. You've got threat detection. So you got that plus one to any of the awareness checks. Um, initiative reaction, which gives you a plus one to that initiative that you rolled. Uh, precision attack, which takes three points to get a plus one in attack mode, uh, any attack made. Spot weakness gives you a plus one to your damage. Um, and I think that's, yeah, it's on your first attack. Damage, uh, deflection, um, you can put in that. Okay. Um, that, um, that, that takes away a point. For your first damage for two points for four points it would take uh two and we don't have to worry about fumble um, i'm gonna uh i'm gonna put um three points if you increase giving me the plus one on my attack and the last point is going to go into the um uh, the one that gives me a plus one on damage for my first attack per round Okay. Okay, cool. So just remember that plus one to your damage, and remember that plus one uh, to your attack. All right, cool. Um, first off, uh, right when that guy says that, obviously Vikings trying to take a swing. But what's Eddie Brass doing? Oh, I mean, he was probably walking alongside Viking the whole time because he was trying to like do that whole like, what? Yeah, we're we're like and kick your ass too like that whole bullshit because he, he would like immediately was pretty pissed off that these guys were like what the fuck so he's squaring up too so he's right behind viking so he'd probably take a swing too okay well yeah if you're right there um you can make enough moves to get up there and take a swing if you want were you uh Because I know Viking wanted to kind of engage that, but they're already, you know, exchanging words and in the heat, they already pulled out their weapons. Um, but honestly, Eddie has a little jump on that initiative there. So what's Eddie doing? He moved up and then... Are you on mute? Yeah, I'll just say uh, that he he would probably try and swing at him. Okay, yeah, give me your uh, your melee. You've got your bat with you? Is that what you're using? Yeah. Yeah, give me your... Uh... Your melee. Right. Okay, nice. Yeah, that hits. Give me the damage. Uh, 
Sweet. Okay, and you get a second one. If you want to do melee, you get two. Hell yeah. See if he dodges. He's trying to evade here. 17 or higher. Um, yeah, second hit, he kind of dodges that one. But the first one at least knocked him knocked him a little bit. Got him a little bit of damage there. Um, so, yeah, Viking and uh, Valentine. If you guys want to do a 1d10 to see who goes first, or if Valentine just wants to give it to Viking. Uh, I'll give it to him. Since you see he's turning red and ready to go. <laughs> So yeah, give me your attack there. Viking. Uh, actually, do I get the the? I thought Eddie attacked first, right? Yeah, he did. He had the initiative. He just went hit that guy. Okay. Uh, Eddie swings the bat, nails this dude, and uh, I'm not gonna swing just yet. I'm actually gonna use that as the intimidation point instead. Uh, say we're the ones who's fucking asking, and you're gonna tell us if that's your fucking van or not. I don't give a shit about your guns. Okay, let's do it. Let's do a little standoff here. Um, so you've got to do a cool. Okay. And Just a straight cool. No, no, no. You should have. You should add your rep to it. Okay. Do, and, we, uh, do we have any rep yet? No, you're not really supposed to start with any. Um, but we can say you at least have one. Okay. We'll say you have one. But give me the one d ten plus your. Uh, Yeah, he was on TV a week ago. It's got to be worth one. That's true, and he's well known in this area yeah. as being like the folk hero. You've got to get uh, twenty-two or higher. Poof. With this roll, well, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now that's a, that's completely impossible for me to do. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, with between the rep, the roll that I got, and uh, and the cool. Yeah, you can tell that this guy um, knows his shit. He possibly part of a bigger faction. Um, in fact, if you want, everybody give me a 1d10. Let's do a little rep check. Let me see if you guys, when it, when they do this standoff, if it kind of clicks on who these guys are. Yeah, Viking's not recognizing them. Valentine and Brass. You, you, Eddie, Eddie and uh, Valentine. Um, no, it's just the 1d10 there. Um, but yeah, Valentine and Eddie, you guys recognize. These guys are kind of like scavengers. Um, but they're kind of like... Instead of wasteland getting material style scavengers, you've heard of kind of this group, and they, they kind of deal in like human trafficking, uh, drug stuff. You know, they're just they're kind of grimy, um, but they're well known for that. They're definitely kind of ruthless, and kind of tough guys or whatever. Um, they've been around and they've been doing this a long time. Uh, the and and Viking, you don't recognize them. You're just in too much of a rage, probably, or don't give a shit. You're pissed off at you know pandas missing. Um, I, I crit yeah. 10. I don't recognize him. No, no, no. Because the way rep works is the higher the rep, you want to roll under it uh, to, it. to okay, know the person. Know exactly. Oh, You're actually above their rep you rolled. So, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, if you guys, uh, you can give me one more, 1d10. I just want to check on the guy that's down the dock that you saw walk back. Okay. Yeah, you guys, uh, all of you... Uh, well, except for Valentine, but Viking and Eddie, you, you guys do notice, and Viking, you do recognize the guy back there, um, that he's part of some type of pirate uh, group. Um, so whatever this is, it's scavengers working with some type of pirate group. Um, whether... Are you talking about the high seas pirate or the torrent pirate? No, no, like pirate style, uh, you know, taking the seas and... and uh, 
you know, a gang on the water that's into all kinds of uh, transporting. And, um, They're mischievous smu- yeah, sailor people. Smuggling and, uh, you know, fucked up stuff. Bad, I had bad, recognized, bad if I had recognized him as a pirate, I, I would respect his aesthetic. Yeah, you at least re- yeah you at least know that he's kind of a little better dressed than the other two, but um but you don't recognize who who he is. But Viking, like I said, you and Eddie, you recognize he's part of he definitely fits into that pirate vibe, um and the other two are part of some scavenger faction. Okay, um... but yeah, you definitely are are not uh, he's not standing down or anything like that. He's not intimidated. Um, in fact, now you have a negative two to your actions on that fail, you know? Oh, shit, I didn't realize I added that in. Yeah, whenever you do a, a standoff and a cold check, um, you either have to walk away and kind of give it up to them, being, being the more intimidating guy or whatever, or you get a negative two to all your actions. Pretty cool. Good reason to build that rep. Yeah, Valentine, it's your turn. Cody's watching you from the van, wondering what you're going to do next. Valentine. <laughs> it's like leaving a puppy in the car. I'm just going to shoot the guy by the boat because he looks like he's about to rabbit. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, give me a uh, let's see, what's that distance there? 10 meters. All right, cool. Yeah, give me a 15 or higher. It's more than 10 meters, isn't it? The guy all the way to the south. Yeah, yeah. You're right here. It's 10 meters. All right. Where is my Five squares. Just over 10 meters because it's diagonal. It's a little odd. Nice. Yeah, give me the damage. Yeah, it doesn't seem to do much damage to him. It just kind of like pings off of his chest. Uh, give me, you have a, a second shot. What are you doing? Isn't that hand? I'm taking that second shot. Heavy pistol. You is a rate of fire of two, right? It hits. Is that that's the second damage? Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, when you do that, the guy in the front there that was kind of doing the standoff with uh, Viking, um, he just kind of starts spraying his submachine gun, laying out some uh, suppressive fire there. So, can yeah. I move? Can I move after I shoot? Yeah, you totally can. You can use your move. Go for it. One. Diagonals count as one, right? Yeah, yeah. You, whatever your move is, is how many squares you can move. Three, four. So I'm either here or here, whichever one is behind the van. Okay. Yeah, so you're there behind that van. Okay, so yeah, after you shoot that, that guy, like I said, he just lays out some suppressive fire. Everybody needs to give me a concentration roll. And they've got to hit higher than uh, um, 16, 16 or higher. Yes, I took concentration because this is exactly what happened in our first game. 
Nice. Okay. Yeah. And bad. Yeah, and and don't forget Viking. You get a negative two to that. Um. So it should be a seven. Yeah. Exactly. But that still that still makes it like I said sixteen or higher. So next round, uh, Valentine and Eddie, you guys have to use your move to take cover. Actually, no, Valentine, I forgot. You use your move to go behind that van, so it doesn't even affect you. It doesn't affect you at all. Sorry for making you roll that. Um, so Eddie, yeah, you've got to take cover. You got to use your next turn to basically take cover from that and regain your composure by rolling sixteen or higher again. Oh boy. Yeah. So he, that's what that guy does. The guy behind him, um, he takes a shot off. And he's super close, um, so this isn't going to... And is your reflex higher than uh, 8, Viking? No. It's not? No, I got a 7. I'm just under. Okay. Yeah, your mic is a little bit quiet. Um, but, okay. Let me see here. No, he takes a shot with the rifle and it just whizzes right the fuck past you. Um, doesn't hit you. Um, the pirate guy that's back here um, that you initially took that shot off, he gets onto the boat. And when he gets onto the boat, um, let me see here. You see a drone kind of fly up off of this little boat. It's kind of like a dark boat down here on the docks it looks like it has like a under cabin or something that goes in some spots out of it but the top part opens up and this drone um kind of flies out um there you go if you guys can see it on roll 20 but it kind of pops out there looks like it's armed uh did you see that what was that i said yeah we i see it okay cool yeah and and uh um let me see uh valentine give me a perception roll just want to see if uh, you notice something here. On it. Okay, yeah, nothing out of the order. Yeah, same, same old, same old. All right, so anyways, he goes in there. That drone pops out. Um, we're over to Eddie Brass. Uh, you, have to, you have to pretty much use your move to try to get behind cover. But what if I don't want to get behind cover? What if I want to try and run past him and take a bullet? You can't. You can't. What? It's like a fear effect. Oh, it's a fear effect. Yeah, you failed okay. You failed the uh, suppressive fire concentration thing, so you kind of lose your cool, and you got to take cover. You have to. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I do that. Okay. Yeah, wherever you want, just move your uh, your token. There's, there's, you know, there's a crate over here. I don't know if that's out of your movement. There's obviously the van right behind you where Valentine is. That's kind yeah, of the, he'll that's... just dive back to the van. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, you, you go over and dive back behind the van. Um, if you want, you can give me uh, – well, no, you, you have to use that round to go take cover. Next round, you can try to roll concentration to get out of it. Um, so, yeah, Viking, it's your turn. Don't forget you have a negative two. But you also have those other bonuses still in your combat sense yeah. that you used. Um. So I, I want to get to that ship as quick as possible. Is there a mechanic in this? I can't remember to barrel past these guys. Um, yeah, I don't think it really covered it in the official red rules, but it would definitely be, um, you know, if you run past them, they're going to they're gonna take a hit off, you know, they're going to hit you and you're not going to be able to evade it. 
Um, so, so essentially that, attack of opportunity. Yeah, I believe that, that that something like that would happen. Um, there might be something to an athletics role too, to see uh, you getting past it. But but like I said, I I do not think that they covered that. Um, yeah, yeah, and they're asking, shouldn't there be a role for recovery? Yeah, but I believe it is. Uh, they take co- they have to take cover on that first round. And then next round they can roll to try to break out of it, and then they can move and take action. If they don't, then they have to stay in cover, um, unless I'm wrong, but I'm pr- almost positive that's exactly how it is. Um, uh, no rules for attack of opportunities, uh, Eric says. Um, Eric plays Coupler in the other team, so he's, he's trying to watch and help out since he's got the red rules too. So no attack of opportunity. Um, but I'm going to say you know, there's got to be something to you trying to get past them. Um, so yeah, um, actually, question, maybe maybe a competitive athletics role to see if you can get past them. What were you gonna say? Sure, that makes sense. And just so I know, all my routes contested available. Um, is it possible to actually not take the dock and jump to the boat from the side here? Like how close to the? To no, the you wouldn't. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to do that. Um, this is kind of like a big drop, and it goes back. Um, you know, one, two, three, four, like eight feet, like from where you are. Yeah, I mean, you could try to do that. Uh, you might end up in the in the water. You might end up taking yeah. damage from that too. That's kind of a a, a decent yeah, drop. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be a drop off or how far. No, no, it's definitely a drop off. The dock the dock goes down. Um, if you if you look to the left of that dock, you can kind of see how that dock stairs go down over here. So, uh, okay, yeah. So it's a big it's drop, and then it and then it goes out to the dock, and it's not an exact science, um, but yeah, it's there. Uh, that would probably be a lot rougher for you um, than a contested yeah, athletics roll. Break some ankles or something. Yeah, I'm not going to go that route. I'd but you can do a contested at, Yeah, you can do a contested athletics roll to try to get past, past the two, those two guys, but you do get that negative two because of that standoff shit that you failed with them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try and contest past them because the boat seems like where. If the kids are anywhere, in my opinion, they're there. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to try and get to that boat. So it's a 16 or higher, or. Oh, and I rolled a 1 on that. Oh, wait. Yeah, 16 or higher on the one guy. Yeah, if I didn't have that. And yeah, yeah, if you you didn't have that. um, But yeah, okay, so I'm not even going to get to the second guy. Yeah, you're not able to get past it when you kind of try to make the move. Um, that guy just kind of like shoulder checks you. You're not able to get past him. Um, and when I get to his move, obviously we'll say that you know he's attacking. I'll take care of that when that time comes. But that's that's what happened with you trying to get past him. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, and he's saying there's no rule for staying in cover. The move to cover is is the only effect. Yeah, you have to move to cover, um, but I believe you have to uh, make the roll to get out of that uh, concentration. Like each round, they have to try to make the concentration roll to break out of that is what it is. But yeah, okay, so Valentine, you're up. All right, so I'm going to step out from the van. Yeah. Is this is this uh, vantage point good enough to get a shot on this boat's engine in the motor? Um. Yeah, you could try to do that. 
Alright, let's try to do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I believe that is just... Hold on, let me double check. I think that there's a DV with that um, for a called shot on a vehicle. Uh, let me see. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, here it is. Yeah, DV DV thirteen, um, but it's a negative roll just like any other, and then you get two times the damage. It's like kind of you know going for a targeted shot, a point of weakness. So you're going for the engine. All right. Well, let's throw uh, six points of luck on this one. Okay. Yeah, and, and in in red official, it, it does it does say uh, no roll needed uh, to break out of that. You just had to go and take cover. So next round, you should be able to do whatever you want then, Eddie. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, what? Okay, you got a 14? No, that's... Plus six. What was that? Plus six luck. Oh, okay, so 20 and then minus eight is 14. Well, no, I didn't, I didn't add the, um, the six didn't go in it. I didn't, I don't know how to add luck to the roll. Yeah, yeah, so it would be 20, right? 20. And then what? Minus eight? Yeah, exactly. Holy shit. Um, so what, right? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm going a little bit slow. I'm going back to the thing. Yeah, so that didn't hit. That takes you down to a 12. Um, and you needed to hit that DV of 13. So yeah, you take a shot off at it, and you're not successfully hitting the uh, the engine block. But you do get a second try if you want. That's your handgun. Uh, it gave me a, it gave me a one, a crit fail on my freaking yeah yeah i saw that but you can try again you have another shot if you want to okay cool so that takes you to a 15 and that's good enough you just had to hit a 13 so give me the damage and it's double damage to this uh this boat come on dice come on dice nice 22 Yeah, when you hit that, you just see, like, it just kind of cause a little bit of a part or metal or some shit shoot out. You see it's kind of, like, leaking something, possibly some gas or oil or something. So that was a great shot. It's a start. It's something. You do what you want. But, yeah. All right. Going... I believe that's that's it for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and the other guy, the guy that's in the front here, um, he basically takes a swipe at you, Viking, when you go by. Um, he's got some wolvers. So when you went through and he kind of body-checked you, um, now he, he takes a swing at you, so you got to give me your evade. And it's got to be better than a 20. Yeah, okay, yeah, and you get a negative 2 to that as well. Okay. Nine damage. And don't forget your uh, your armor is in half. Round it up. So is nine the total, or is it eight? Uh, no, 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 nine, nine total Sorry, damage. No, never, mind, never mind. I realized what I was saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he takes another swing at you. Once you do that math and you're ready, give me another evasion. This time you just need a fourteen or higher. Okay, and you def fourteen. Yeah, and you're defender, so it goes in your favor. So yeah, he, he takes that second swing and you're, you're able to kind of dodge that second one. 
Um, the guy behind him. Um, oh shit! I'm still on the distance. Sorry. Okay, yeah, the guy behind him just kind of like backs up, runs back towards the boat. I'm still on the edge of the dock, and he takes another shot off at you. Um, let me just check the distance here. That's oh, more like here. So eight meters. And yeah, so that would be 16 or higher. Eight. And that's this guy. Yeah, that's a hit. I got a 19. Um, yeah, so this guy takes the hit, shoot uh, with his uh, rifle and hits you. Damn, and I rolled two sixes. And I rolled two ones. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's 15 points of damage. But that's also a crit. I've got to roll this crit table here. Um, do you want to do it for yourself, or do you want me to roll it for you? No, I'll just roll it. Uh-oh. Dismembered hand. The dismembered hand is gone. You drop any items in the dismembered hand immediately. Base save penalty is increased by one. Death save, just so you know. I am going to intend to decide which hand it is. Yeah, decide that, and then also know that you take an extra five points of damage with that crit hit. I lose my left hand, thankfully not my dominant. Oh shit, that's crazy. Well, that's how brutal red is, you know? We got these crit tables now, it's happening. <laughs> Five more points of damage. That's uh, that ignores armor, correct? Yeah, exactly. That's just you have to take that off. Yeah. And then depending on that axe, whichever hand it was. Oh, that wasn't your dominant. Okay, so you still you're still holding on to your weapon then. Okay, cool. Well, that's what that guy does. Um, you see that the other guy that was kind of in the suit that got onto the boat earlier. He kind of disappears down under um, into the boat. Um, and this drone kind of like flies over here and takes a shot off at Eddie Brass. Do you have a, a, a reflex evader hire, Eddie? I do. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, give me your evasion. Cool. You just got to get 14 or higher. Oh, shit. Yeah, you get hit with some type of dart. One point. Yeah, you get hit with some type of dart. You got to give me a resistance to torture and drugs. Uh, Damn. Uh, you got to get 11 or higher on that resistance to torture and drugs. That's will, right? Because I don't have the skill outright. Yeah, you can just do will plus 1d10 if you don't have resistance to torture and drugs. So just get, give me a 1d10 and then add in your will or whatever on that dice roll. So 5 plus 8. 13. Okay, cool. Yeah, you resist it. So yeah, you get hit with a dart. You can tell it had some type of poison on it. 
but it doesn't really fuck you up. Yay. Yeah. So lucky you. <laughs> but I'm probably going to like pull it out of my neck and be like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. And you might have some type of STD or some weird thing going on now. Who knows? I mean, you resisted the damage, but that's not to say it had some cooties on it. Who knows? It's going to make my dick explode, isn't it? <laughs> something, Damn it. Something might happen. You never know. But okay, yeah, so that happens. Um, the other guy... Um, oh, yeah, that's the end of the turn. Okay. Cool, yeah, so those guys take those shots. We're back over to Eddie Brass. So you already took cover. You can do whatever you want now. Well, uh, fuck that guy in particular that just chopped off my friend's hand. I'm going for him with my Wolvers. It was uh, the guy at the end of the dock that had the shot. A what? Wait, and took off your hand with a shot? Damn! Well, it was a that's it, nuts. Okay, well, I'm going to go for this guy. It was a critical shot with a rifle. It was pretty damaging. Lo that's you know, wild. 5d6, there's lots of chances to hit that those sixes and get that critical damage is what it is. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, okay. I'm going to just go for the guy that's blocking us okay. from him then. Yeah, yeah, give me your melee. And don't forget, you have two, so you can let me know after this one what you're doing, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to get a 27 or higher. I crit rolled, I uh, got a 10, and then a, yeah. No, you miss on that first one. And now you just got to get a 12 or higher on the second. Okay, cool. Okay, well, that one. Yeah, you nailed him. Give me the damage. And his SP is in half, rounded up. Nine. And it's already been reduced, I believe, here. Yeah, because he took a hit. Um, nine. Okay. okay, cool. Yeah, he's uh, he took some damage there. You hear him kind of, like, scream out. And, Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. It's over to you, Viking. Your hand is bleeding really bad. Um, and it's a surgery of DV-17. To get that taken care of, um, just so let's let's remember yeah. that for post game or whatever. Um, but yeah, your hand's pretty yeah. fucked up. Uh, but you still got your axe. In the meantime, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna swing them because I don't think I can get past them. Yeah, so. go for it. Yeah, you just need an eleven or higher. You didn't do very well. Damn. I think I did it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Thirty-two. Yeah, give me the damage on that. That's 12 damage there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he. Yeah, you can second just... Swing. Yeah, do, do, give me a second one. Um, but that blow was pretty lethal. Uh, second blow is a 16 to hit. Okay, yeah, that's a hit. I just needed a 13. Yeah, and you're deducting the two. It's and critical, you're, but I think he's dead. Yeah, yeah, you're deducting the two and then adding your bonus from the combat sense allocation that you did, right? Or whatever on that first uh, one. Didn't you have an extra damage on that first one or something? Oh, yeah, so it should have been 13 damage, and this should be Yeah, yeah, damage. I accounted it, right? Well, I think you get the damage just on the first hit when it comes to that, right? Let me just double oh, check. Oh, yeah, it's just the first attack, yes. Yeah, yeah so first attack. Okay, cool. Well, I did it right. Um, but yeah, you, you, you can describe... I'm not even going to do the math here because I know where he's at. You can describe how you ended this dude's life. Uh, I, Since I'm working one-handed, I swing that axe upwards into his uh, groin and split his femoral. Nice. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, he just screams out. Blood just fucking gushes and sprays. You get a little bit on you, a little bit on Eddie. Um, and he just crumbles to the ground screaming. Um, Valentine, it's over to you. Well. Well. Sorry, uh, Valentine, sorry to interrupt you real quick. Uh, Rob, I, I can still move with the rest of my move action. Oh, yeah, you can still move. That's so true. And by the way, uh, Coupler, Eric, who plays Coupler on the team, he says, yeah, Viking is going down the RoboCop path. With losing the hand and shit, and like, <laughs> yup, vigilante justice though. Yeah. Yup, it's uh, it's clobbering time. I think that's uh, RoboCop's catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. So you move down there, uh, Valentine. It's up. To, what are you doing? Let's take another shot at that engine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What was that DV again? Uh, so I have to go back. I think it was thirteen, right? Thirteen. Yeah, and you get the minus eight. So yeah, give it to me. Ugh. I'll be right back. Uh, no, the first one's a miss. Uh, no, second one. Both are a miss. I got two critical fails shooting at this thing. Yeah, you're you're not doing too well. You're just kind of shooting. Um, but yeah, you can give me give me a perception roll. Um, you and and Eddie can give me one. Um, since you're still kind of back there. I think Eddie's, Eddie's still missing here. Uh, Eddie will be right. Oh, my uh, smart glasses also have image enhance. Oh, okay. So, plus two, I on think the, it is. On, on the visuals, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you're actively looking. But I'm, I'm going to give you at least a generic... Uh, Okay, cool. And Eddie definitely notices, but even with that too, it's it's not rocket science. But you do notice, like on the dock, aside from those workers that were way back there, by the by the crane that were working, which are definitely like kind of like crouching down behind the crane and just like watching. Um, you see a couple other people step out of that import export office. Um, you can see back over there. There's kind of a well dressed exec or supervisor looking guy, and then behind him is female worker um but you can it's see fine, boys take lunch you can see them step out and they're just kind of like staring but that's what you notice well fuck those guys yeah <laughs> so yeah uh the guy here uh yeah he's already stepped into the the boat you don't see him the other guy steps onto the boat um onto the edge there um, and he takes another shot at, uh, at Viking, but that's really close. That's going to be extremely difficult for him, but he's sticking to that rifle. Let's see. Where is it? Right here. Yeah. He misses. That'd be 17. Yeah. So he takes a shot off at you Viking and it whizzes right past you. Luckily. It whizzes right past where your hand used to be. Real hand man over here. Yeah, if you would have had a hand, it would have... You would have taken some damage. But lucky for you, you don't have a hand, so, you know, you didn't take any damage there. The bullet just whizzed right past you. But, yeah, he does that. And the, uh... Let me grab him some water, thanks. Hey, look, I'm getting some water from Raven, the solo. 
But yeah, um, yeah, he does that, and at that point, the uh, the drone the drone takes another uh, shot. Um, this time at Valentine. Yeah, and it's a hit. Um, so yeah, uh, unless is your reflexator higher? Yep. Okay, yeah, give me your evade. Alright, crit fail, number three, coming up. <laughs> you don't need that much. Alright, cool, yeah, you know, you dodge it. A dart whizzes right past you um, and doesn't doesn't hit you. Uh, but that's what that does. Uh, back over to Eddie. Alright, um, I'm going to try and make it down the dock towards the guy the Viking's going after. Will I be able to reach him and still have an attack, or am I going to have to run? Um, the guy at, uh, how far is it? What's your move? My move is six. Um, yeah, you can get down there. You can move six squares. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go down there and I'm going to try and hit him. Yeah, run down there. Give me a, uh, a melee. Oh, man. Crit fail for me. I just rolled a one, so this shouldn't be too hard for you. Uh, let me, uh... Yeah. Okay. Um, what's your? Yeah, you hit him. That was at seventeen. <laughs> yeah, you hit the shit out of him. Give me the damage. That's a crit. Oh, I got a crit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Apparently, my wolvers are like my lucky weapon because that's what I got the last time, and I got a crit on the guy and killed him. <laughs> right, let me just do this math here. Wait, that was it. Okay, cool. Yeah, give me a roll from the the crit table. Go over there to the the three lines and dots and look for body crit damage and hit that the roll. It'd be awesome if you take his hand. <laughs> Foreign object. Okay, so like he takes an extra five points of damage right off the bat. He's not looking too well. Um, it is a quick fix. He's got a, we'll say a chunk of the bat kind of stays stuck into him. Um, so he's got a foreign object into him. At the end of every turn, wherever he moves further than four meters, um, which is really only two squares on foot, he re-suffers this critical injury bonus damage directly to his hit points. So if he moves, so... If he moves more than two squares on, on any of his moves, he gets an extra five points of damage to him because there's a chunk of bat stuck in him. Piece of wood. So I use my wolvers. So does that mean that my part oh, okay. of my wolvers like broke off in him or what? Uh, no, no, no. We'll say that like a chunk of his you, you sh broke off a chunk of his uh, armor vest there and jammed it into him. Something to that effect. Sounds good. Yeah, and you still got a second hit, don't you? Did we do both? I do. Yeah, I have a second hit, but that's pretty cool though that he'll continue to take damage. Oh yeah, if he moves more than two squares, um, he's fucked, um, and he's definitely fucked because he's bleeding profusely. He's pretty beat up right now. So give me your second hit if that's what you're doing. Oh man. Yeah, that's a hit. You can give me the damage. His SP now is. I really, I'm mad about Viking's hand. I'm like, man. That's his good hand. I would know. Yeah, he screams out. It kind of shatters some blood out of his mouth. It cr crosses over his jaw. He's pretty fucked up. Um, but yeah, we're over to, what is it, Viking? Right? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, am I able to squeeze up there too, or is the dock too? You can do that. Keep in mind, each one of those squares is two meters, six feet wide. So, you know, the tokens don't fit, but you can stand right next to them. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, am I, I have a move. Yeah. I think six. Can I actually make it onto the boat itself? Yeah, you could jump onto the boat. Yeah, I, I jump onto the boat. Uh, do I see the other guy, or is it just this guy I see? Um, it's just that guy that you see right now. There's like a, a door cabin sort of thing that goes into it. That boat is okay. bigger than it appears, because like we said, those squares, you can only fit so much. You know, your token is taken up more than it yeah. really would. But, um, but there's like a big okay. cabin sort of door I'm that gonna... goes in to like a room or down or whatever. Okay, um, I'm going to finish this guy off. Okay, yeah, give me the uh, give me that, and remember it's a minus two to the uh, attack. Well, it's actually a minus one with my bonus, but it does Oh, yeah, first one because of the bonus. Yeah, you just need to get a ten or higher. This guy's taking a negative. Um, yeah, you don't you don't get it. You miss on that first one. Are you taking a second swing? Okay. So it should be seventeen. This okay. Time. 14 or higher. Yeah, you hit. You just needed a 14 or higher. Yeah, you hit him. Give me the damage. That would be 16 damage. Or no, it's not first successful. It's just first in general. So no, just 15 damage. Okay. Yeah, he, he's bleeding out. He's really fucked up. He actually falls to the ground. Um, oh, wait, I can't get to it. Uh, does that mean I'm able to finish my movement past him? Um, no, I mean, he's kind of prone. He's not dead, um, but he falls okay. down um, with that hit. I saw the Rex and I wasn't sure. Yeah, and I'm just in, in the chat. No, he didn't break off a blade into him. None of the Wolver actually broke off. It actually jammed some of the armor into the guy. Um, the Wolvers are a little stronger than that. They, they cut through and fucked it up. But yeah, you do that. He's, uh, you know, he just like went down prone. Uh, Valentine, we're over to you. Ah, uh, man, you know, this, this boat engine has become my white whale. <laughs> Yeah, go so, for it. I thought you were trying to hit the drone this whole time. Oh no, I'm after the boat engine. This this pirate ain't getting away. So let's uh, let's take uh, at least one more shot at it. Okay. Yeah, it's thirteen or higher. You get a minus eight. No, first hit doesn't do it. Do it again. Yeah, I'm gonna keep beating this dead horse. <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe it's about time I give up on it. Yeah, a couple shots, it kind of like misses it. Uh, ricochets off the side there. Doesn't do and doesn't doesn't land. Um, yeah, and at that point, uh, the boat starts pulling out. Um, so it, it you can feel it kind of pulling, and it goes out just a few meters, like it's just starting to get started pulling out a dock, and uh, that guy that's prone there. He takes a swing at you with his wolvers. Uh, 
I get to try to evade that, right? Yeah, yeah. Give me your evade. Man, and I rolled a one, and he's, <laughs> and he's prone. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you evade that. Um, he takes another swing at you. Yeah, 12 or higher. I, I do want to move closer to that drone. Yeah, you, you dodged both of his swings. Okay, yeah, you can do that because uh, you still had move in your, your uh, turn there, so that's fine. You move over. And keep in mind that drone's kind of high up, so even though you're there, it's it's above you probably, you know, I don't know, 10 to uh, 10 to 15 feet. Good to know. Two or three meters. Yeah. Those playing cyberpunk. Yeah, but you you dodge both of those. It's back around to Eddie Brass. Um, nothing else is happening. Like I said, the boat's pulling out. Um, you also you also uh, notice coming over from that import export building. Um, you hear like that guy yelling. He's like, "What's going on? What are you guys doing?" And he's like, kind of like yelling over towards all you guys. <laughs> Is that what he sounds like? <laughs> yeah, take a look at him. He's a little bit sassy. He's like, what What are you doing? Having my frappuccino. <laughs> my so. gosh. Um, On this boat, you said that there was like an under area, like, like another place um, yeah. to look on the boat. Yeah, I mean, if you look, if you're looking at the boat, you can tell that it goes kind of deep just based on the side of the, the sides of it. But it also has some okay. type of cabin, probably the cabin where you're steering and stuff. Maybe that's what leads down to the other. But other than that, on the top, you don't really see much else. It's just kind of a deck other than that door leading in. Yeah, I'm going to go straight towards the cabin because whoever is driving this thing is not going to be driving it for very long. Okay, you're going to have to, uh, let's see, it's at least, it, it went a couple squares out, which is about uh, four meters. Um, okay. What's jump? Uh, your action of jump, I believe. It's your move. Let me just double check. Let's see if I have that in here. Would Eddie consider disabling the engine? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to... The guy, whoever's driving it, is not going to be driving it for very long, and then I'm probably going to fuck it up for, for you. For you. I'll do it for you. Yeah, I'm not seeing it here. I don't have the... Um, yeah, there is something to jump. It's not, it's not far down because you're on the dock, so it's not really like falling or any damage like that, but there's, but I, but I'm pretty sure that your jump is your move, you know, there's something to the move in meters that you do with that. I don't know if it's in half. Because I know, I mean, jump will cost meters per, or, because I know run is double. Every, uh, can can you hear me? I can hear you. What was that? Sorry, uh, I'm actually uh, jumping all costs two meters slash yards of movement. Oh wait a minute! Every meter slash yard travel. Sorry, it was all breaking up because I think uh, Heather was getting kicked out, but she's back. All right, say that one more time. <laughs> Essentially, it costs double your movement to move uh, via jumping. Okay, it so says... jumping's like running. You get double your move. Is that no, what it is? Uh, it costs double. It costs double. So, so basically... Oh, okay, okay. So whatever. So three meters. Yeah, so I have a movement of six, so I can at least get over that. No, no, because you can only go three meters, and this is two squares, which is four meters. Oh. The boat pulled out uh, two squares, which is actually four meters. Hmm. Yeah. 
I think Mickey's frozen. Oh. Yeah, you're frozen. Um, having hmm. bad connection stuff. Anybody watching? Just to explain, we're we're in LA. Other than Alex, um, who's missing right now, you just need it, stepped out for a second. But um, the rest of us, myself, Heather, Mickey, we're all in Los Angeles, which is having a really bad heat wave. It's having lots of power uh, blackout, rolling blackouts and stuff. So there's definitely lots of connection issues going on these past weeks. Um, so bear with us, bear with us. But um, but yeah, Mickey. So. Yeah, the boat was pulling. You can hear us, right? I'm just making sure you're back. Yeah, I can hear. Okay, good, because your video is frozen. But as long, oh, there it's moving. Okay. Oh, there it goes. All right, cool. Well, yeah, we'll deal with it. Let's just keep pushing forward. I know the connection's kind of bad, but as long as you can hear. So yeah, movement. Uh, it, it's half or jumping is half of your movement, which for you is three meters, um, three squares. Uh, And or no, that yeah, that would be three squares. Yeah, because when you count move, you count them by squares, which is actually double in meters. So yeah, you can make that jump. Yes. Okay, I thought so. I was like, wait <laughs> a minute. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Sorry, I'm gonna yeah. jump on. Yeah, because each square is two meters, but I was getting that confused. But actually, your move is counting each point of your move is actually considered two meters. You know. Right. So <laughs> I was able to jump on, but yeah, yeah. then I don't have any movement left. Right. Right. Okay, so I at least jump on the boat. Yeah, you could uh, try to finish off the dude that's laying there if you want. He's sitting there bleeding out. He took a couple swings yeah. at Viking, if you remember. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I hit him. Yeah, that's definitely a hit. And you're not even going to have <laughs> to roll damage, because um, I know it's melee, and I know where he's at. So you can just describe how you kind of finish this guy off. Oh, I think the wolver's like straight into his like eye sockets, just like Nice. You hear a couple pops. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's done. He screams out. Yes. Um so yeah, we're over to uh Viking now, right? Yeah. Yeah, it should I believe I was next on the yep. order after that. Um so where Eddie has made it clear that he wants to move towards the cabin, I'm gonna move to the uh, deck below. Okay. Yeah, it's a door. Um, it's locked. Is it? What's it made of? Um, it, it's made out of steel. It's like the framework uh, to the boat. It's pretty, pretty sturdy. Well, then I guess I give up on that for the moment and go up top and hope whoever's captaining has keys. And it's, it's uh, well, that's the same door. It's that big. It's that cabin. That's the only way into this boat. The way that this thing oh, is built. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's one one in. Um, but, well, but judging by the side, it looks like it goes down. You know, there's two stories to it, or at least it sure. is a little deeper. Uh, yeah, I, I I have nothing I can do here. And it's not an electric lock. It's a normal lock, just so you know. So, like... Yeah, I, I don't have a lockpick. I have to wait for Eddie for that. Did Mythbusters okay. ever prove or disprove that myth of shooting a lock on a door? No. They disproved it. Yeah, you can't... Ah, bummer. If anything, that might jam it more, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so what's up? So, yeah, you try that. It's locked. Uh, Can I see that drone? Alex, you're muted. What was that, Mickey? What was that, Viking? Can I see the drone? Um, Yeah, the drone's back here. You know, it's flying up. It's up on the dock. Um, right, for, well, since, for you, it's about... Do 
Yeah, yeah. For you, it's about 30 feet up. Uh, it's outside of, I think, a pistol range. So. Well, no, 30 feet up is, uh, you know, 10 meters. And you got another six, so that's 16 meters. So with a pistol, oh, okay. so with a pistol, it would be a 20 or higher. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing else to do. I'll try and take a shot at that thing. Okay, yeah, go for it. That would be 20. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Good job. All right, give me the damage. Eight damage. Wow, I really rolled low on that, huh? Yeah, a bunch of sparks go out on it, and it just kind of, like, sizzles out and crashes down to the ground. Um, and it looks like it's catching on fire. It's pretty much out of commission. Never mind, I rolled just enough damage. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it took it took some damage earlier, remember? That's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Unless that was that the boat I wrote down. No, I'm almost positive. That was it. Um, so, yeah. Um, is that your regular pistol? Oh, it's a rate of fire one. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, so you're done. Um, Vike, uh, Valentine. Uh, oh, man. Well, they're on the boat. So if they want to disable it, they can. So I will move to the van. Let me see which side do I want to be on. Four. Oh, wait, no, I've already used one. So one, two, three, two, three. Uh, two. <laughs> Chris Bennett's back. He says, okay, I'm back. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> That's his advice. Everyone start shooting shit. I don't know if gas leaking in the water. I don't think fire is the option. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather punch shit. All right, cool. So, Valentine, you moved over there. What are you doing? Well, I was moving towards the back of the van, but now I'm because I want to look inside, see if, you know, the person we're looking for might still be in there. Uh, now I'm wondering if I can get in the driver's seat. You mean you go, uh, it's locked. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm going around the back. Yeah, and there's super tinted windows. You can't really see them, but you can see in the front. It looks like it's like a, a van where you can see the front part, and then there's like a separate cage in you know right behind the two seats. Um, and it's just like all blacked out. You can't really see what's in there, um, and it's locked up. Um, and that was the end of your move, right there, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, unless you have like a an electric lock pick or a key uh there's nothing really you can do do you have a electric security and or whatever lock pick no but i've got some mighty fine boots <laughs> uh yeah I, you, I, kicked in, I kicked in that security door last game i mean i don't see why i couldn't try again yeah you could Fuck try to, this van you could try <laughs> you could try, you could kick it if you want to Do you want to kick it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you just want like yeah, what, just, 3d6? Yeah, for, yeah, just uh, give me your body. 
Yeah, give me your damage. Um, you can give me give me uh, a a melee or martial arts, depending. Do you have martial arts or brawling? I got. I, mean, I know I you have brawling. Melee. I got melee and brawling. No, 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 okay, give me brawling then, because it would be brawling or martial arts. But give me that. I'm just looking for it. It's not that the van's moving, but if you critically fail. Okay, cool, yeah, you obviously kick it. Give me 3d6. Oh, shit. Yeah, six. Back over here, okay. Okay, yeah, the, uh, the back door dents a little bit. Barely. But oh, yeah. can I do it again? Yeah, you have two. You have two brawling. All right, sweet. Then that's about all I'm gonna do until these two, uh, you know, decide to start something over this van. Yeah, give me your brawling. Uh, okay, yeah, you didn't fail. Give me the damage. Oh wait, that was that was the damage. Oh okay. Well, give me your brawling. I just wanna. I give you the brawling. Because, like I said, even though it's not moving, you can technically kick the back of this fucking object. I just want to make sure you don't like critically fall down or slip or something stupid. But no, that was great. Um, in fact, you do like you do a whole like spin around fucking backflip kick. It was really elaborate and weird. Uh, it was very cool for what what happened here. But yeah, uh, that little bit of damage it dents in a bit more, but it's not really giving. It's not not breaking it. But you did. It was really cool, but your whole team didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Do you? Cody saw it. Cody's like, oh shit. Cody seen it. Yeah. Valentine, the second coming of Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, and uh, Valerie, who plays Raven, just sent an emoji of a foot. I guess supporting your kicks. <laughs> but yeah, you do that. Um, the boat's pretty much uh, pulling out. It makes it another few squares. It's starting to pick up speed. Um, so you're getting far, far enough away from the dock now that you guys definitely can't jump back. You would have to jump in the water and give me like swimming if you know how to swim. And uh, but while that boat is pulling out and doing that, uh, this other exec guy kind of like walks over. One, two, three, four. Um, he's over here by the van. Um, the girl kind of like walks over next to him, and he's looking at you, Valentine. We'll say he walks over to the back since you're back there kicking it. And he's just looking at you, and he's just like, "Um, what the fuck are you doing?" fuck am i doing what the fuck are you doing somebody stole a panda from my associate and put it in this here van he's like what are, are, are you part of these fucking people part of them my friend i run them you guys aren't here you don't hear none of this <laughs> yeah 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 no and he's just like well if you run him then i'm calling the fucking cops He's like, you guys have been coming here every fucking week. I told you you don't have the permit. You don't have anything on the logs. I'm, I'm fucking tired of it. He's like, you guys need to get the fuck out of here. And he turns around and he starts walking back to the building. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He stops permit? and looks back at you. What, what, what permits are you referring to there, partner? Okay, at that <laughs> point, we're, we're back over to the, uh, the boat that was pulling out. Uh, Eddie Brass, we're at you. All right. Well, since I killed the guy, I'm going to go over to the door and try to pick lock it. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Give me that. 15. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're able to jimmy it open. Um, you get you get it unlocked. It's pretty much able to be opened. What do I see with my Eddie Brass eyes? Yeah, when you get when you open it up, it's just pretty much a medium-sized cabin that takes up the whole front of the boat. 
Um, there's like electronics and stuff for basically navigating the boat and steering it. Um, it looks like it's probably set on some type of auto because there's no guy there. Um, but you do see like kind of a, a, a trap door sort of thing off to the side, like a little raised, um, kind of like raises up a couple feet. And there's like a door that like flips open, probably stairs or a ladder or something leading to the what's below. Okay, well, I'm going to motion to that and be like, Viking, that's all you. I'm going to try and get us to not be moving no more. <laughs> so that's what you see. You open it. And Viking, you see it too. You guys are all standing right there. So when, you know, Eddie opens it up, you see that it's running. Obviously, it's running. Nobody's there. It's probably on some type of autopilot or something. Um, and you see the little raised thing with a door that opens. It's the only other shit that's in there. Cool. Um. Am I able to do anything else with my turn, like try to figure out this um, system or just smash it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Your action, I mean, you picked the lock and you got that open, but you can move. You have your move. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll move into the cabin at least. Okay. Yeah, you go in. You, you can move right up into the cabin. Um, yeah, and Chris Bennett's wondering, has anyone made any van down by the river jokes yet? <laughs> I like that. Some old school SNL reference there. But all right, yeah. So you move up in there, Viking. What are you doing? So I'm going to make my way over to the trap door and try and go down it. Okay. Yeah, you can push up in there next to Eddie. Like I said, the size isn't isn't exact to the squares, but you get the idea. But yeah, you go up in there. The trap door is not locked. It's pretty much just open. You know, you can open it or whatever. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, opening it. And if I have the capability of of it going down whatever stairs or ladder. Yeah, you totally can. Uh, with your movement, you can flip that open. It's not locked, and you can get down in there. Um, when you when you open it, it's just a ladder leading to an under part. It looks like the under part. It's dimly lit. I don't have a map for it. You just have to mind's eye this shit right now. But, yeah, you, it goes down to a ladder. It's dimly lit. It's very dank. Um, you can hear the engine running. Um, it looks like it's the whole size of the underneath of the boat, with the exception of probably the engine block shit that's in the back that, uh, and parts and whatever it takes to run this thing um, and stuff in the front. But um, but anyways, it opens up wide. Um, you can see that there's that guy, that pirate-looking dude down there, um, and it looks like he's on his agent. He's just down there kind of like talking. And um, and then you also can see that uh, – give me a perception roll. Let's see just exactly how much because it is dimly lit. Um, but you're down. I, oh. I can see everything. Yeah, you see flies on the wall and shit. You, you're seeing flakes of dust go through the air. No, that that was a great roll. But yeah, you can see that there's a couple girls um, in the back that are tied up. Um, one of them in particular is uh, like half naked. She's got a, like a jumpsuit sort of shit, and it's it's pulled all the way down, and she's naked, kind of like bent over the back of um, what looks like a, a makeshift cot. And the other one's uh, tied up just on the floor. And they look like they're kind of half out of it. Uh, by that perception, you can definitely tell. And if you can, give me a human perception roll, if you have that. That'll be a 12. Well, now we're killing everyone. Okay, well, the 12, it's not going to come in. That negative 2 isn't coming into play with these. It only is against the pirate and the scavenger guys it was really the scavenger guys that st stood up to you so you're kind of back to normal now with this guy um but the uh what you do notice with that human perception is yeah the girls they definitely seem drugged um they definitely seem kind of out of it because like when they make eye contact with you they're just kind of you know going in and out um but the guys they're talking oh, on 
guys are talking on his agent, and you, you can just hear him saying, yeah, yeah, shit went fucking south. I'm coming up there now. I'm coming now. Uh, when uh, I'm going to save these girls no matter what. I don't care who they are. I'm saving them. But uh, are any of them... Take them for yourself? Is that your plan? Okay. God, no. I'm going to... I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. um, are any of them Panda? Um, yeah, you totally recognize one of them as Panda. Okay. Um, Sorry, I, I should have said that first. I, Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, do I still have movement to advance on this guy? Like, how much of my... No, no, no. Yeah, no, you had to go, uh, you know, at least a couple meters in and down. Okay. And, yeah... So that would take all six squares. Do I have my um, but you are, still? Yeah, you're you're right behind this guy though. You know what I mean? Like you went down and oh. and a square in. You're right there next to him. He's on the phone. If that's what you're wondering, oh, person. Kill yeah. him. I, uh, I'm a axe this guy a quest. <laughs> say question that. Dude. Say that. Say that one Doesn't more time because it cut out. And I want to make sure you get that that point across. What did you say? I, I said I want to ask this guy a question, and that question is. Is he ready to die? <laughs> All right. Will you ask him if he's ready to die? And yeah, give me. Let me see. With a crit thirty-four. Yeah. Four, what? What did you get? Thirty-four crit. Oh wow! Yeah. Nailed him. Nailing him. All right. Give me the damage. That'll be fourteen damage. Unfortunately, not double sixes, but yeah. Still, let me. Uh, it, it seems like he didn't hear it though. Let me see if I can axe him again. Much less impressive with the twelve. Yeah. Second. What? Oh wait, that was no, that's that was damage. damage. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Hold you've on. got to get a fifteen or higher. Nice. I believe seventeen will do it. Yeah, give me the damage. And keep in mind, you're doing all this with one fucking hand. You know, your other hand is literally shot off. So that's pretty badass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty impressive then. Even with that nine damage, that's still impressive. Yeah. This guy seems to be hard of hearing. Maybe you should try Norse code. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Patats. All right. So yeah, that that was quite a bit of damage. Dude kind of like yells out. He's just like, "Fuck!" He's like, "What the hell?" He's kind of shocked that you're down there when all this went. Kind of spun around and, you know, took these swings at him. Um, but yeah, give me a. Uh, well, wait. Let's go. Let's go over to uh, Valentine. Um, let's get. Um, oh no. Okay. Yeah. No. This guy has Wolvers. Let me do. Uh, let me do his his melee response to you, because um, he was at that point. Uh, in the initiative. And I'm still using the same initiative. Even though we're technically into the boat and the scene, but... Um, yeah, 17 or higher. Did you give me your evade? Viking? Oh, sorry, didn't realize that was at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pirate guy, you know, you, you hit him with the axe a couple times, he popped out his wolvers, took a swing at you. That would be an 18, sir. Nice. All right, yeah, you dodged that one. I mean, does he does another swing at you? Seventeen or higher. Nice, and you dodge that. I um, mean, yeah, he takes a couple swings. You dodge both of them. Valentine, what are you doing? You're back there. The guy was just saying, you know, he's like, "Oh, you're with them? Yeah, you guys haven't been in the log. You're not doing any of the permits." He's like, "Fuck this! I'm calling the cops." And he turned around. And he's walking back. Yeah, I call him back and I say, "Excuse me, uh, 
my temper over this egregious situation that has grieved me deeply may have clouded my judgment and caused me to uh, misjudge you quite too harshly. Now, you say these troublemakers do not have the required or appropriate permits uh, to, to conduct business in a facility of this nature? Yeah, he's sitting there sassy as fuck, and he's like, oh, now it's they? Oh, before it was we, you're running this shit. Now it's they, now that you know I'm calling the cops, it's not you? I am running the rescue operation in a human trafficking endeavor. Uh, what? Give me a, uh, you have, uh... There. Yeah, you have conversation, human, con- or, uh... Yeah, conversation would probably be best. It's not like you're persuading them of anything, really. You're... Make sure, Alex, when you, like, are getting sassy back with him, you throw a snap in there for emphasis. I'll, I'll give him the three snap. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he's listening. He's like, okay, so what now? So, look, a young child was kidnapped from my associate's building put into this here van we tracked it here and now my team is on that their boat uh attempting to recover said panda okay so now you're not part of all this you're not with them i would not be kicking the ever-loving holy shit out of this van were it otherwise uh, okay okay he hands his cup off to that assistant girl that's there and he's like i, I need a refill go get me a refill and she heads back into the building with his drink. Um, so he walks up and he's like, so they're kidnapping and shit. Do you want me to call the cops? What are you guys doing? Why waste the fucking time? They've been here like every week. They have no permit. They won't do the log. Uh, a few of their guys came and tried to muscle up on me and shit. Like, what the fuck? Well, I think we can help each other out tonight. You pretend this never happened and you will never see those asshole pirates again. Okay, so you'll take care of them then? Oh, absolutely. In, in progress. Well, honestly, that sounds better because I've tried the cops before and they didn't even come out. They said they're not coming out for someone just doing importing with no log or whatever. But this situation, I think the cops would come. But if you say you guys are handling it, just put a fucking end to it. I don't need that shit out here. Thank you kindly. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he starts walking back towards the building. What What a great face character we have. <laughs> that's how you do that I'm gonna keep taking the shit out of the wait no because we're on open comms I know Panda's not in there so <laughs> and Chris Bennett said uh, Chris Bennett says shank him and he says oh fuck that dude punch him dead in the throat three snaps up in Z formation man he's, <laughs> man, he's coming he's coming with all these old school references first it was SNL now it's living color like I'm loving it dude you, you so do good. that Chris <laughs> But yeah, that's what goes down with that. Um, we're back over to um, Eddie Brass. So yeah, the boat is still pulling out. Um, you know, it's still running. It is now, um, you know, double that fucking distance. You guys are far enough away from the dock. Like, you know, it's it's a bit of a swim and shit if that's the choice. But, you know, you get my point. But yeah, it's your turn. Um, uh, is there, so you said everything was like automated, right? Yeah, it definitely seems to be on some type of autopilot thing because it's moving. You see, like, lights going. There's, like, some shit. There's, like, a crank. You've seen, like, you don't have uh, any skills in water vehicles, correct? 
Nah. So you, it's not like you know what to do, but just based on movies and common sense, you see some type of crank that goes this way. You see like some type of wheel similar to a car, um, but there's a bunch of lights going and stuff that are like on. So it's on and it's running. You hear the engine going, it's moving. Probably some type of autopilot situation. Okay. So Eddie is first going to try the crank and the steering wheel. If that doesn't work, if he's like unable to actually make any progress, he's gonna smash the thing. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Um, yeah, the the steering wheel is not moving. It's kind of like locked into wherever it's going. Um, it's definitely yeah. on some some type of autopilot situation, and you're not able to kind of unjam it um, without knowledge of actual, you know, water vehicles. Um, you wouldn't know what to do to disable the autopilot and control the boat. You know what I mean? Precisely. So I'm just going to smash it with a hammer, <laughs> essentially the bat. Okay. Well, give me your melee. Like I, like I did with the van, this isn't getting away from you or evading, and you're right yeah. in front of it. But I just want to see that you don't critically fail and, the, and like, the bat bounces back and hits you or it breaks or something. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. No pressure. Yeah, yeah. Give me your melee. Let's hope you don't hit a one. Hey, nailed it. All right, cool. Give me the damage. And I got another one too, right? Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, some of the lights go out and like spark and stuff. Um, and you can kind of hear the engine sounds like it's racing a little bit high. Uh, second hit, you nail it again. Yeah, all the lights go out uh, of the electronics and you hear it just kind of go, and it's kind of like slowing down and just kind of like, drifting in the water and now it's moving slow but you hear the engine like racing but it's not not doing anything you obviously did something fucked up to it but it's no longer pushing along you know okay well at least we're not moving and that's what he was going for he's not a techie he's just like hmm i can make this not work if i hit it <laughs> you're holding the bat this is my tool <laughs> yes i'm gonna fix this. i'm doing i'm doing things look at me <laughs> Nice. And Chris says attack the engine. Well, yeah. Next best thing, Eddie Bra Brass fucked up the control system. So it's definitely stuck in some high gear and not going. And the autopilot's disassembled. It's just, it's fucked up. So it's just kind of drifting along. But that's what you did. Viking, what's up? So uh, how beat up is this guy looking? Um, He looks pretty beat up. He's, he doesn't seem like he's into any type of, you know, near death or anything. Um, but he's he's more than just a little beat up, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to uh, uh, actually go for more of a torture route. I'm gonna go for a I'm gonna go for a leg hit. Um, so you're gonna do a called shot on his leg. I believe. Sorry, you cut out. Um... Yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay, yeah, called shot on a leg is just like any called shot. It's that, that negative eight sort of thing. If you do get it, you pretty much he gets that dismembered leg and falls to the ground. Um so let me see. Uh you know what? Actually uh it'd be smarter for me to just grapple him up. Six instead. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll go for the leg. You're gonna go for the leg? Okay, sixteen or higher. Let's see if I can actually. Nice. Okay, so you. Oh, and you you were hitting him with the axe, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, you did that. Um, 
Yeah, and with a called shot on that, it should be, let me just double check, but it should be double aim shots. That's what I'm saying. Uh, should you read it because for the leg is a little different than the shot. Yeah, it's uh, your target also serves the broken leg critical. Okay, so that's an extra five. Yeah, so you pretty much broke his leg. Oh, you got to give me the damage. Sorry. Fine. But that's all his... Yeah, okay, so he, he definitely took a, a little bit of damage there, and how it works with that called on the leg, um, a call on the leg, um, even if just one point gets through, he suffers that broken leg critical damage shit, so that's another five points of damage, plus his leg snaps and he falls to the ground. Um, before I take my next swing on him. Yeah, that fucked him up pretty bad. He screams out, his leg shattered, and he falls to the ground. But what's up? Before I take my next shot on him, because I'm not going to kill him right just yet, I I, uh, I demand uh, whatever keys to the, to the shack these girls are in, and I want to know what they're all with. Um, what do you say? Say that one more time. You are breaking up just a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so I, I look at him, and I'm like, first off, give me the fucking to everyone on this. Secondly, what did you give those fucking? I want to know if there's an antidote or if I should be worried about any kind of death right now. Okay, cool. I think I got most of that. It did break up a couple of times, but you said, G give me the keys or whatever you have on you. Is that what you said? Yes, keys. And and what did you give I the girls? I want to know what Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, you say that. Um, give me, uh, you have an, an intimidation role? You have intimidation? Or interrogation. Chris says, uh, "Curb stomp the beanbag." <laughs> He's being a little tactful uh, first. He's still pissed, I, but yeah. I do not have either of those. Okay, we converse. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, well, give me your what intimidation should be under what cool. Um, so give me your cool roll plus one d. You know, cool plus one d ten. Yeah, 13 or higher. Yeah, I would have had to crit to get Yeah, it. you say that, you say that, and he's just like, he's on the ground holding his broken leg, and he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> he's not He's not helping. Well, I tried, and then I'm going to swing my, my axe on him again. Okay, yeah, give me give me your, uh, your melee. It's a 24 to hit. 11. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I was about to be like, yeah, 12 or higher. Um, That's also a critical with two sixes. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that was enough right there just to uh, to finish him off. But give me that crit roll. Give me Go to that, that Mac table. Give me the crit roll. Let's see exactly what extra shit you did. And then you can totally describe this however you want because you just finished him off. So it looks like you, uh, you broke his arm. He took extra damage, which didn't even need. You, you, you killed him when that first hit. But you can describe it all. Uh, so in breaking his arm, it's because I used my uh, axe almost like a golf club swing down into his <laughs> shoulder, which severed through there, you know, 
destroying his brachial and going into his neck. Nice. <laughs> well deserved. So yeah, you do that. Uh, and we're over to Valentine. I just keep, keep kicking this van. I got nothing better to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, give me your uh, your brawling again. Just make sure you don't fall down or hurt yourself. Um, so you, you you rolled a one there, huh? Uh, you tell me. One d eight plus one. Yeah, you did a crit fail. Um, everyone, just double check that. I'm reading that right, right? It's that first one. Is that one? Uh, I don't. Well, there is a one in there, but I'm not sure if that means it's a crit fail because usually crit fails get boxed in red. Yeah, exactly. But I think it is because look at that says one d eight plus one plus seven plus two. That's the roll is one d eight. It came out of one. There's a there's a red one in there too. Yeah, I now well, that's, I see that's probably the d eight one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So give me uh you you took uh well here I'll just do it for you. Yeah, you took three points of damage direct to your body falling down. You kind of lost your footing there in your boots. Slipped out and fell to the ground for a second. Just get up, adjust my vest, and kick it again. Even I'm even more pissed off now. Um, in, in the distance, you hear a little sassy laugh coming from that, that exact guy that was walking away. He saw it. <laughs> I don't know how a sassy laugh would be. Maybe it's like a... <laughs> I don't know. You can imagine it. But yeah, give me, give me another brawling. <laughs> Let's do it again. Yes! Oh. An... Wait, now this one is red. Yeah, I'm so confused. <laughs> Wait a minute now. So that did a 1 minus 1d10. So confused. Yeah, and all of my rolls, I didn't mention it before, but all of my rolls have been a d8 instead of a d10. Yeah, but they do that. I, I believe they do that. Um, well, wait, why is that first one that, but the second one is that? Oh, because you rolled a one. Um, yeah, they do that for – there's something with the percentage in roll 20 with those character sheets. I forget they explain how it works in there, just like initiative or something. It does it to be fair within the percentages. It, it makes sense. I don't know how to explain it. But um, but you definitely it, it, it you definitely rolled a one again. Excellent. That's exactly what I wanted to happen. What the hell? Couple subs, two points of damage. <laughs> once, once I got that crit fail against this van, I was like, "Please let it happen again." Yeah, yeah. A couple slip outs. You hear another sassy laugh coming from the distance as that dude just kind of disappears into his building. Just like, "Oh shit, that dude." Um. So yeah, we're we're back over to. Uh, um. Well, that guy's dead, so we can get rid of this initiative here. Um. We can just kind of go back. We got Eddie Brass. You're in the cabin there. Um, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, if we're still moving. Yeah, it's definitely like just drifting. Remember, it's not really moving, but it's just kind of yeah. drifting on the water. But you said I could still hear the engine. Yeah, it's kind of racing. Sounds like it's like stuck in some type of gear or something. Yeah, I'm going to go check that out. I'll let Viking be the, the folk hero guy. I'm just going to go do other things. Okay, yeah, when you... you you can look. I mean, it just—it looks like you know you damaged all the controls to the point that it's stuck in some type of high gear or whatever without actually dropping into uh, the propeller running. So it's just kind of racing internally. It sounds like 
Um, but the but the whole boat is not moving. It's not functional because you destroyed the controls. So it's just kind of floating on the water, slowly, very slowly, drifting even farther away from the docks and stuff. Can I see if the uh, the steering wheel is unlocked now? If I can make any sort of steering. Yeah, it's unlocked, um, but it's not really helping. Um, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's so slow and drifting. You know. Uh, can I try to drop it into gear? Um, I'm getting tips from Mickey. Cause yeah, you don't really know how. You don't really know how. Yeah. Um, but I'll say, like, you know, you try pressing buttons and flipping the switch and the steering wheel. Nothing seems to be helping. You, you, you really destroyed these controls. Cool. Looks like we're going for a swim. <laughs> so, yeah, over to Viking. Uh, so... I rifle through his pockets to see if I find keys to whatever these girls are locked up with. Um, yeah, you can you can see keys to like handcuffs, um, which what, what it, they're locked up with. Um, they have some just straps along the uh, legs. The other girl doesn't. She's just kind of drugged and like I said, half naked, sprawled out, but handcuffs on. Um, you also find some type of control key that looks like it goes to the boat. But as you heard in your com and stuff, you know Eddie has fucked up the controls and been trying to get it to work, but it's it's all destroyed, so that's probably useless. Um, other than that, he has um, a very heavy pistol on him. Um, he has 68 Eddies on him, and he has a cred chip on him with like 100 euros on it. Um, so he has, you know, the 68 loose cash or whatever the Eddie's, and he's got a cred chip um, with the 100 on it. Um, and that's all he's got on him. Okay. Um, I take the key. I pocket all that stuff, but I walk over to the girls. Uh, first thing I do is go to the one that's half naked and help <clears throat> cover her back up. Um, and then I proceed to unlock the unlock them and say, We're, I'm getting you out of here, whether you can understand me or not. I'm getting you out of here. Yeah, they're they're really groggy. I mean, they can get up and walk. They're moving like really slow, probably like what you would consider half movement or something. You know, if this if it was a game, <laughs> you know. But um, so like they they're walking slow. They're really groggy. You unhook them. They're just kind of like, uh, what, what? They're just like totally out of it. They're definitely drugged. Um, and yeah, what do you want to do with them? Uh, so I start, you know, once everyone's unhooked and, you know, dressed, at least covered and everything, uh, I start moving them to the, uh, to the ladder to bring them up, up top. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the one girl, um, who's getting dressed, you can see her, I'll pull up the image. She's kind of pulling up her jumpsuit and stuff. And she's just like, she's like, uh, oh, they're just, they're fucking, they're so evil. The shit they were doing. Oh, fuck. And she's like getting dressed. Obviously they were doing some shit to her at one point. Um, and the other girl here, that's Panda. Um, she just recognizes you right away, and she's just like, "Oh, Viking, you saved me!" Damn straight. Let's get you home. Yeah, you 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 get them up the ladder. They're they're able to climb up there. You're on the top of the boat now. Um, you're up there with Eddie. You're drifted out pretty far from the docks. Um, um you, I mean, you can see it. Obviously, you're close enough. You could make the swim or whatever. You I'd make you guys roll on that, but uh. But that's where you are. Um, and right now, uh, the engine is still revving up, and it's actually starting to catch on fire. You see some sparks, and it's like 
the metal's kind of getting red, and you see some fire kind of kicking out and some smoke. Um, we're over to Valentine. Uh, I'm going to get on the comms and ask for an update. What's going on on that boat? It looks like the 4th of July out there. Yeah, the engine's fucked, but we got the girls. We need a way back. Do you have any life preservers, life jackets? Haven't gotten a chance to look yet. Now would be the time. <laughs> Agreed. I'm um, assuming that you took the keys to the van with you. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've got the keys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, can we look around and see if there's like a life raft or uh, anything like that? Yeah, yeah, you you can see that there's four uh, life vests, you know, that, you, that you'd put on to help you kind of float and swim or whatever. Um, give me a reveal conceal <clears throat> objects. Do you have that skill? Anybody has reveal conceal? Give me that roll. I do indeed. Okay, cool. Nice. 17. Um, Eddie? You're on the boat. I don't have that. Okay. Well, isn't it? It's a uh, intelligence roll, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be great at that. Give me intelligence plus one d10 at least. Okay. Nice. Yeah, you, uh, Eddie. Yeah, you. You just you find the vests and stuff. You don't find anything else significant. But Viking, you find um, what looks like some type of digital log, almost like think yes. of like think of like a day planner or something along that line. But kind of like a digital log that you know ships might keep uh, for their travels and stuff. Not, not obviously not that this guy was turning it into the docks or doing anything like that. But it definitely has um, a couple coordinates in it. Um, it has some like dates and stuff like that looks like if you were to go through it in detail, um, which maybe you don't want to sit down and read through it right now, but if you go through it in detail, it probably has some coordinates and some info on what this ship and these guys have been up to, possibly. Cool. Um, yeah, I also want to make note, I took his agent as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, you've got it. Um, it's, you know, password locked and shit. Um, when you started attacking him, he obviously dropped it and it shut down, but um, that's not to say it couldn't eventually be hacked or something if that's what you're trying to do, but you've got it. Cool. So I kicked um, the van two more times and I got a crit fail. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so let's. This van's kicking your ass, man. Dude, this van is beating you up, man. <laughs> you just got two points of damage. Two more. He's like gonna do a death save from falling down so many times. Um, but you can give me the damage on that other. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, nice. Yeah, the lock breaks open. The back door on. You know, you fall down. You take a little damage. You're kind of pissed off at at falling down so many times. Maybe a little adrenaline boost from the embarrassment or something. Uh, You get pissed. You kick the door. It breaks open. Um, It looks like it's just kind of an empty shell of a van with some bench seating. Um, And like I said, a gate that kind of separates it from the front. Um, You can see some crusted blood on the side, you know, on the side of the seat and onto the floor. Um, you can see what looks like some broken zip ties on the other side. That's all that's in here. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, so over to uh, back to the boat. 
We have vests, so let's... Uh... We got four of them. I think we should just put them all on the girls, because I don't think they're going to be able to do shit. Yeah. <laughs> we can just doggy paddle our way back. Well, well, I'm working with one hand here, so I don't know yeah, how I would... effective my swimming is going just... Yeah, just so you know, I would definitely suggest everybody putting it on. You know, keep in mind the, these waters are look pretty rough. It's definitely cold and nasty right here. Um, it's kind of polluted and, and and just fucked up. There's probably some debris floating around. It's not like it's a a nice quaint swim or you know. Um, yeah, fair enough. Is there like a is there a plastic bag anywhere that I can wrap over my stump before I hop in this water too? Then yeah, you can do that. I'll say you find. Uh, a Ziploc bag from the pirates' uh, previous lunch. You empty out a half-eaten sandwich and r- wrap it around your nub. Cool. I do that <laughs> to protect it a little bit. Um, you get a little mayo. There... You get a little mayo in the wound, but it's cool. Yeah. Is there um, is there any kind of rope or uh, wire or anything around either? A wound ain't a wound without my miracle whip. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Where you... I, I asked. Um, is there any kind of like rope or? Uh... You know something that I can, you know. Yeah, you use can take. Yeah, there's the uh, the shit that was around their legs, around the one girl's legs, because they had the handcuffs, okay. and then they they had some. Uh, we'll say rope tied them. Okay, um, I tie it between us all so that we're all tied together, not tied together, but like we have like a lifeline to each other kind of thing going on. Oh, good idea. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So, rocker boy, my boy. You ready to, uh, we're going to have to like lead them over to the edge and like all do like a group jump, I think. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You can so, do that. Uh, and, um, you can kind of like, since you're tied together, you can lower them mm-hmm. down. You can kind of get down carefully. The engine and boat is catching more and more on fire as you guys are doing this. I'm going to make you guys do a swim roll. I'm going to swim roll on them. It's not going to be difficult. You guys have the life vests on. You guys have tied each other together. So you're relying on teamwork. For instance, if someone's hitting a high wave here or a piece of debris, you guys easily can help each other. And you two at least have your wits about you, with the exception of you missing a hand. But but give me a swimming roll, and let's just make sure nobody critically fails because then you're going to have to take some... uh, some water damage. Would and let me just double check this because the environmental hazards here. Um, yeah, because there's drowning. Um, well, that's for holding breath. Yeah, you're not. You're, 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 you're just kind of floating because you got the vests on. Eh. Yeah, just give me a swimming roll at least. Let me check the check. So would that be again. what? Athletics? Um, no, swimming is its own thing. It's its own skill, and I believe it's under reflex. Um, it, wait, unless it's under dex. What is... Yeah, let me check. Let me check one of these, y'all. Okay, yeah, it would be dex then. I'm, I'm almost positive swimming is under dex, so give me uh, 1d10 plus your dex, both of you. And I'm going to do it for the girls here. Okay, cool. The girls are okay. Eddie Brass is okay. Viking, you're okay too, even with that hand. Okay, cool. Yeah, you guys are float back to the dock. You're able to pull them up, the girls up to the, uh, you know, up onto the dock if you guys want to move up there. And yeah. 
Um, you're not in combat, so I'm not doing initiative. You guys can tell me tell me what everybody's doing and where you're going and all that good stuff. Um, the two girls are just like thankful. They're they're slowly uh, that little water dip woke them up a little bit more. Um, they're still kind of drugged, but uh, but Panda's still thanking you. She's like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." I don't know what the fuck that, that what they were gonna do. The other girl's like, "Uh, I think they were gonna fucking do something." Jesus, they were fucking me up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm like really like caringly father figure esque beating them to our van to you know get them in there, get them safe first things you know, and I'm like at Valentine kind of waving them to follow along with the filling him in on you know my exploits in the in the boat. Okay, yeah, you're you can you're getting him into your van, right? As he said, it was breaking up a little bit. I'm our, our van. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you guys get him into the van, you help him in, they climb in, they're just, like I said, pretty groggy. Um, Valentine, you've got this other van, the back of it open. Um, like I said, uh, where's Eddie? Eddie's still on the boat, let's move Eddie over here with you all. There you go. Okay, yeah, you move the girls into your van, you know, the group van, Cody's in there. Um, Eddie, Valentine, what are you guys doing? I'm just, I guess, wiping blood off of me because I killed a guy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's he's very upset with everything that just happened. Like, he's very clearly, like, perturbed. So he's probably, honestly, for the first time ever, not talking. Okay. Well, you find uh, Valentine giving a solid elbow to the passenger side window. Okay. <laughs> His new worst enemy, like your your named enemy, is just bands. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be, murder this van. Yeah, you can do that. Martial arts or brawling. Okay. And that, let me just make sure there was no one involved there. Okay, you're safe. Give me the damage. It's not great. Um. Maybe enough for a window, though. Yeah. Sorry, let me go back. Okay, what was the damage? Six. Yeah, it cracks a little bit. It doesn't break fully, but it cracks in a little bit. All right, let's give it one more. One more again. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's a hit. Nice. Yeah, it shatters in. All right, so I'm going to open the door and open the glove box. See if there's any documentation, identification in there. All right, yeah, you open it, and you open up the glove box. Um, and there's there's some paperwork in there, but you can't see what it is. You're going to have to go through that in a minute. What's uh, Viking and Eddie? Um, you guys got the girls into the van. What are you guys doing now? Uh, so once I know they're secure in the van, I go back over to that very first guy that had the Wolvers at the end of the dock, his corpse. Uh-huh. And uh, can you t uh, does he have Wolvers in a flesh hand, or does he actually have a full-on cybernetic? Well, it's cybernetic. You know, full. he, he has I an look arm. At, I look at him, and I go, I think, to, I kind of say to myself, I'm like, I'm no surgeon, but I'm pretty sure if I cut right here, and I just go for the torso and essentially I'm chopping that arm off but a little further in so I don't damage as much circuitry as possible 
Yeah, like, there... I know I can't attach it, but there's people that can. Right. Well, there's also, uh, I think, a role for damaging that. Uh... Um, yeah, I don't have that in front of me. Shit. Um, but there is something to that, because that was one thing that I mentioned uh, was definitely going to be different yeah. different going into red from how we were doing the red 2020 hybrid stuff. Like, it's no longer that simple. Um, when when you cut it off, it like there's like a high risk of damaging because the nerves, everything attaches to different wires and joints and things. Um, I think there's a lot more to it now. Um, but because I don't have that in front of me, I'm not going to address that in detail. We'll handle that in the chat. If it's something I need to bring up at the beginning of next session for everybody else, I'll go over it. But between us, we'll go through that in the chat. But for now, okay, you know, you butcher off that arm and take it. Uh, yep, and then I start heading back to uh, the van. And Eddie? And uh, once I get there, I'm going to talk to Cody, but I'll move on. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to get into the van. Okay, yeah, and you get into the van. Um, and Viking goes back there. Um, we're getting back over to Valentine. Um, so yeah, you, you've got... You're looking in the glove box. You can you start hearing some sirens in the distance. Um, and you see in the glove box, there's just some paperwork, but it looks like it's just like a manual to the van. It doesn't look like there's really like registration or anything like that, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, fair enough. Uh, flip down both of the visors. And if there's nothing there, then just get back in the other van. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, you flip them. There's nothing there. Alright, fair enough. Back in the van. Okay. Our van. Yeah, you go into your van. Um, Y'all are in there. What are you guys doing? Cheese it. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm hearing sirens, I'll wait to talk to Cody later. I just go ahead and make sure everyone's secure, start the, the doors are closed, start the van up, and I'm going to squeal, squeal wheels out of there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you peel up out of there, um, going the same way that you guys came in, back along this side road, heading out the main, main uh, past all the main containers and stuff out to the main street. Um, why don't you give me a driving roll? Yeah, while you're while you're peeling out and trying to haul ass down that main road, you kind of like slam up against some of the uh, the storage crates that are there, and get a little bit of damage to the van. I mean, I don't think yeah, the guy up, we're borrowing the van from is gonna care because you got his daughter back. Yeah, it scrapes and dents up the whole side there, um, but it's still running. You're still running. Um, and yeah, you keep going. You end up uh, getting all the way back. Um, no problems. Um, so yeah, you're back at your building. Um, it's possible, you know, somebody had to have called the cops or whatever to come out there. Um, but you didn't pass them on the road. You were able to get out of there before you actually saw where the sirens were coming from. But they were definitely heading towards the docks or at least towards that direction. But yeah, you peeled up out of there. You, you headed back. You're back at the building. Um, you see uh, Poppy. And little Rico, they're just like standing out front with a bunch of the other residents. They're all just kind of hanging out out front, obviously posted up waiting for your return to see what's up. But yeah, you pull up in the van. Can we, uh, can we ditch our side of that tracking device on the way? Yeah, you can do Not that. A bad idea. 
Yeah, it's just a, it's an old tracking device that Viking has had from his past. Um, he's used it, and like I said, he's he's gave it gave it to one of the local kids when he heard these vans and things were going on over the past months, just in case. And hey, it worked out. But yeah, you can totally trash that thing if you don't want it. Yeah, trash it. Okay, yeah, you throw it out the window um, and trash it. But yeah, you're, you're there. Uh, Poppy's there. He's excited. You, you've got his girl. Um, the other girl gets out. Um, she she tells you that she lives actually like a few streets down and a couple blocks over, which is just another part of the combat zone and just a different part of the neighborhood. She said she was scooped up earlier in the morning and they've just drugged her. She's been there all day and then obviously they were doing fucked up shit to her on the boat. Um, and then they saw the uh, panda get taken and came in a little bit later in the day. Um, but she said, uh, you know, she's like, thank you so much for uh, for rescuing us. And Poppy's so excited. He's like, man, he looks at the damage of the van. He's like, that's cool. Whatever. I'll get that fixed. I'm just happy to have my girl back. He starts hugging her and crying and happiness. And so does uh, little Rico. Um, I like I look at Poppy. I'm like, you mind if I borrowed a little bit more? I want to make sure she gets home safe. He's like, yeah, yeah, do whatever you got. He gives you the keys back or whatever. Um, and the other girl's just like, man, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Uh, y'all riding with me? I look at you. Uh. And Valentine, you gonna ride out with her? Go drop off uh, that girl? Probably not. I think they've got it under control. And this has all been more their thing than mine. Okay, so yeah, we'll say you and Cody kind of hop out, um, kind of uh, while they go drop off the girl. And you're just kind of cleaning up, uh, waiting for them to get back, so you can, you know, end end your evening and your crazy little day of a mission there that went down. Um, but yeah, on your way back, dropping off the girl, um, she tells you she's like, yeah, I heard them over talking too when I was sitting there, and they're taking advantage of me and fucking me up all day before Panda rolled, and I heard them talking about, you know, taking girls to the spot and stuff, and like talking about they'll get a pretty penny for me and they've got another one that they're targeting and sounds like they've just been like jacking girls and jacking kids and stuff and taking them to some place up north um i'm not sure where any of that but that i did hear him talking like that i'm so glad you fucking saved me from them and you fucked them up because that's fucked up did you uh you didn't happen to hear like who they were targeting any description or anything no, they were just grabbing girls and kids and taking them somewhere up north. I don't know what they were doing, but they were definitely fucking me up. <laughs> you know, you found her half naked. You can use your imagination. Yeah, I, I choose not to. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to kind of like put on like a real soothing radio station, whatever like the smooth <laughs> jazz, calm, collective music is. Just keep the tone light. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's just um, on the ride back. Yeah, she's super appreciative. Uh she's happy as hell. Um she thanks you. She gives you guys uh her number and she's just like, "Man, you know, if if there's anything I can ever do to help, I mean, I'm nobody, but if you're ever in this part of town and need help, I'm here for you." She gives you the number. Uh, yeah, I I reciprocate. I'm like, "Look, my name my name's Viking. This is Eddie Brass." Uh look, I'm I'm here to try and take care of this uh this neighborhood and you know what? few streets over that's still my neighborhood i give her my number i say if you ever get in any trouble or anyone you know gets into trouble call me i'm there okay yeah she takes that and eddie give me a uh charismatic impact roll let's see if you beat a dv of eight 
Oh shoot, that was the thing that I forgot to add in. I keep I'm gonna write a note so that I make sure to add it in this time, so I don't actually have it on That's my fine. sheet. Yeah, yeah. Give me a one d ten. We'll add four to it. Cool. Does it add? Or you can put plus four on your when you roll it. One d ten plus four. Does it take cool as well or not? Nah? Uh, no, I don't think no. It's just one one d ten plus your charismatic impact versus Oof. a dv eight. That got a nerf from the last rules. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's changed because it's only a DV8 that you're trying to hit. It's completely different. It's a completely different system the way it works now. Um, but yeah, when when uh, when Viking mentions like, look, I'm Viking. This is Eddie Brass. Anything you need, you know, hit us up. We're always here. She's just like, wait a minute. Wait, you're Eddie Brass. I thought you looked familiar. I'm, I'm still kind of fucking groggy. But, oh, my God. She's like, will you sign my tit? And she puts out her, her tit. Insta- can i sign insta- something other than your tit instantly out of the bad mood and shit snapped out she's a huge fan she's like all excited she's like yeah just sign whatever just sign me yeah uh you know what fuck it i'll uh i'll sign my bat and i'll give it to her and then i'll get another bat she just starts like freaking out and like hugging it and she's like oh my god she's like nobody's gonna believe this you saved me and then i get your bat and she just like starts walking off into her building, like skipping and all happy, and definitely in a much much different mood than you found her in. And that bat is covered in the blood of her kidnappers, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She likes that. <laughs> it was from at all. Yeah, she's a huge fan, you know. Yeah, so you drop her off. You're all good. Um, you get back to the building. Um, you have that little contact, at least in that part of the combat zone, that might come into play sometime. Whatever. She also has your contact if she ever needs anything. She's a big fan of Eddie. Um, you get back to the building. Um, everyone's kind of celebrating now. They're all kind of drinking some smash when you pull up. Uh, Poppy kind of hands you a drink. Both of y'all, he's like, oh, we're celebrating. I'm, I'm Panda's back. Thank you so much. Come on in. We're gonna we're cooking tonight. We're, we're doing it. Let's go celebrate. He's kind of calling you in the building. Uh, Valentine and Cody are there. Um, and, yeah, you guys are kind of wrapped up, and you're welcome to at least celebrate tonight. Get a good home-cooked meal from their family. Uh, maybe have some drinks and relax. And you also or, got... Uh, oh, yeah, don't forget what you were going to say, because um, I know you also wanted to say something to Cody, too, or whatever, and whatever you're saying. But also, don't forget, you got that 100 on a cred chip, and how much in cash did I say I rolled? It was 60-something? 68. 68? Okay, we'll go with that. So, yeah, 68 in the eddies, and then 100 on the cred chip. So you guys can divide that up however you want or do whatever, but you have that. Don't forget. Write it down. But what were we going to say there, Viking? Uh, I was just making a joke. I was going to say, before the dirt, walk over and heat a pan up, stick it onto my stub to cauterize it so I'm not bleeding out anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've got that wound going on. You might you might, you might, might want to take care of the missing hand situation after you eat and have some yeah, drinks, I, right? I Yeah, I honestly, uh, honestly um, though, I look at Poppy. I'm like, I appreciate it. I'll celebrate with you guys in a bit. But where I where's the best doctor around here? Like, or I guess I wouldn't ask that. I'd probably know a doctor. Yeah, you can punch in your agent and kind of go to the local clinic. Um, there's just kind of like the gen- generic uh, clinic on the edge of this combat zone. It's not as high class as like maybe a, a bigger medical facility or a, a trauma-based sort of place. Um, but you can definitely go to like a local clinic, like like a equivalent of like an urgent care or something, you know. Local ripper docs kind of run out of there. Um, and we'll work that out in the chat. You know, you, you, it might take some time for healing on that. I, I just want to research that a little bit. I know it's a DV of 17 um, for surgery, 
But me and you need to discuss that. We need to see how much money you have and see what you're doing for a replacement or if it currently it's just going to be a nub. I need to do the roll on that surgery based on like whatever med tech I create that's kind of helping you out in that situation. And and maybe there's a med tech that comes into play as whether an NPC or another player. We'll see what happens. But um, but yeah, we'll handle that in the chat. Is there anything else that anybody wants to kind of wrap up before uh, Viking heads to the clinic? And everybody else kind of has some drinks and food with the family. Well, anything else? Well, I really like this map uh, we got. It's really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. <laughs> um, one last piece of business then. Um, I didn't want to interrupt everyone. I wanted you guys to have a chance. But um, on my way out, I look at Cody and I hand him the guy's um, agent and that ship listing that I got. And I said, find whatever you can about these motherfuckers. I want them all dead. Um, you hand that to Cody. You broke up a little bit. Sorry, just say that one more time. I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Yeah, I hand the agent right. and the boat listing. Okay, yeah, to the boat. Yeah, the digital boat log and the agent to Cody. And I say, I want all the information about these assholes. I want them dead. Okay, cool. Yeah, he takes it and he's like, Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. And he takes that stuff, uh, Obviously goes back to eating and drinking and stuff, but while he's doing that and hanging out, you can see him kind of trying to hack and fuck with it a bit. So that's probably something else we can go over and chat or maybe going into the next session. Um, but yeah, that's what uh, that's what goes down. Anything else or are we wrapped up? I think we're good. Oh yeah. No, that was great. I think you guys did great with the exception of, uh, you know, Viking losing a hand. And Valentine getting beat up by an immobile van. <laughs> it seems like Eddie's the lucky one here because this is two sessions now that he hasn't really taken too bad of a hit. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, exactly. He, he was able to dodge the whole dart situation and poison situation. Um, yeah. You've been kind of lucky be fair, here. To be fair, that van is way out of my weight class. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But I probably just jinxed myself. I'm probably going to like lose a foot well, next session. Who yeah, knows? well, now you got your GM thinking. I'm just thinking like every fucking enemy is attacking Eddie Brass every session from here on out. That's, <laughs> my, that's the decision. It's in stone. Welcome to Cyberpunk Red. That's what's up. No. Um, but yeah, so I know I think you guys did great. Uh, like I said, there is some intense damage and some stickiness going on. But all that aside, you guys were able to fight through and saved the girls even though the boat was pulling out and everything there was some unexpected things that went down that i wasn't planning on but played into it based on things that happened just like you do you roll with the punches and the story creates itself and i think it was really cool what happened tonight and you guys successfully got the girls um it could lead into more um you got that digital log and that agent that's really cool um you did get a little bit of cash out of it that's cool but a lot of a lot of street cred with the neighborhood you know that was really good for viking and for all of you with that with the neighborhood and the building so that's cool too um, that being said, we'll hit the chat. We'll go over any of the other details. I'll work out the experience, the IP points. We know that it works in that report card chart system now with red. Um, it's a little different cause, uh, I need to decide if this is part of a bigger campaign or an individual sort of completed mission. Cause we know that the IP works differently depending on that, but we'll go over all that in chat. Anybody watching? Yes, this was official cyberpunk red rules. We were given that by our Talsorian games and that's why, uh, maybe a lot of these rules and these things we're talking about seem a little bit new, but hopefully you're picking up on it and enjoying it as much as we are. We really want to give a thanks out to our Talsorian Games for hooking us up. Um, we're having a blast. 
Anybody watching, please like the video, share the video. If you're watching on Twitch or Facebook or Twitter or any of the other sites, make sure you go to youtube.com slash mulliganlive. Subscribe to the channel. Give us a like. Share the videos. Just help us out. We have a serious passion for cyberpunk. I say it every session. We love this shit, and we would love your support. Um, It means a lot. So, you know, thanks for tuning in. Any last words, guys? Thanks, Artel Sorian. Hell yeah. Yeah, seriously. Hell yeah. And shout out to our sponsor, Cyber Fight Clothing. I'm going to post that discount code probably to the Cyberpunk Uncensored group on Facebook. So make sure you join that and you get that discount. Um, Coming soon, I probably have some more sponsor info. Um, We might have another new sponsor or something else coming up, but uh, but we'll see um, how that plays out. Have a little surprise. But um, yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks guys for playing. I really love playing with you. And um, yeah, thanks for watching everybody. Take care. Bye, guys.